We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. Week 14 picks against the spread, game previews, cuss corner, free money, aka, and oh, the Omaha Premium Picks of the Week. All coming up. You can hit the time codes, you can jump around, or be a real person and listen to the entire thing. That would help out a lot. Other things that help out, smashing the like button, subbing to the channel, rating and reviewing the audio podcast all go tremendously long ways into helping this show get discovered, which is what we want. I think that's everything. Oh, playing the Listener's League. That's down in the description right now. $15 to play, three max entry, no rake. Let's fill that up. Tambo will be back on the show on Friday. And if you don't watch the Friday show, you probably should, because I think Tambo's giving away two grand. Uh, pretty good incentive to watch that show. If you leave your rating and review right now and leave your Twitter handle in it, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, five stars, even if you've done it already, do it again, say something nice. Maybe you'll be in a draw to get your hands on some of that two grand. Who knows what's going to happen? You're going to have Tune into that show to find out. You want the early link to the show? As always, it's in the newsletter that gets released on Tuesday evening. Sub to that for free. Big game this week, Jeff Feinberg. How you feeling? Well, Santa Tambo, eh? Uh, giving out the freebies. I'm in a good place. I'm fine. Really? Don't skip ahead to anything because I'll get spontaneously angry <laughs> in this show because I have a lot to say. Yeah, no, I'm fine. I mean, I said the season was over in week three. And unlike Tim, I don't just like jump on and off when I realize my end game is dead. Um, you know, there's no lily dipping here. Like it's over and it's ending. And, you know, whatever. Whatever. Um, yeah. I I don't I don't know. That's it. All right, well, let's get into it. Paul's behind the camera. The coin is here, and someone 
who was weirdly well-measured after its Jets loss last week. It is Tim Undergust. Tim Undergust. That's uh, not my name. Yeah, no, I wasn't feeling bad about it. But I just want to address a little something that was said there because my name was, of course, drugged through the mud by Jeff for no reason. It was a drive-by smear what, what about did my I team. Say? Yeah, well, oh, I'm not yeah, like I Tim. Exactly I don't get yeah, said. Like, yeah. you know, for years, I get told on this show by Jeff that he knows my team better than I do. But this year, I knew his team better than he knew his team from start to finish. I knew his team better. But, but, I knew his team was bad before the season yeah, began. I called for his coach to go weeks yeah. before he called for his coach to go. Uh, for a rare instance, I knew his team better than he knew his team okay. this year. In a macro sense, you are right. In the end, I'm just a moron. I'm a biased Charger fan, and I'll never do it again. I will not. I will not. I, I realize this year we are just cursed. We're cursed. We're just but not cursed in like this gross, annoying. I don't want to even like take a shot, like because they'd probably beat us today, like Detroit Lion way. We're cursed with just this mediocrity and this bullshit. It, it, that that's all. So you're right. In a macro view, I was an idiot because if anyone just said, "No, nah, they're the Chargers. They're gonna fuck up. They'll get hurt. They'll just screw up." That coach is a moron. I don't care what the team is on paper on August 31st. They're, they're losers. You're right. You're right. But you don't what are know all those the win, team. What are those win total bets? You don't know. Like I'm, and a half I'm or are they nine and a half? Uh, listen, I hit a Viking win total on Sunday, and I they cleared it. And I'm like, don't clear this. Don't clear this. I need everything good to go against the balance when I lose my Charger one. I couldn't remember. Is that nine and a half or ten and a half? No, I, I, shut up! It's dead. <laughs> okay, but it isn't quite Hold on, dead. I'm if it's not nine finished. and a half, it you is. You don't dead know the team. Like I called that game on Sunday. Like literally, I called like a perfect game. Perfect. What did I say? Corey Lindsley doesn't play. The pressure is going to come from up the middle, and we're fucked. And then I said, I don't. We don't put any pressure on quarterbacks. I don't know how we're going to cover Devontae Adams. Like, these aren't, like, brainiac solutions, but if anyone playing the Chargers wanted to hire me for oppo research in five minutes, I'd let them win seven plays. Like, you give me five minutes with your coaching staff, there's, like, 150 plays in a game, I'll win you seven plays in five minutes. Like, that's, I think that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, um, yeah, so I, I knew exactly what was going what, what to happen. Well, if, um, if they don't rally and Staley ends up getting fired, I hear that IBM's Watson is on the short list for Chargers head coaches. How who, would you feel about who's that? that? Who's that? It's that computer who couldn't beat Ken Jennings at Jeopardy. Uh, uh, this coach, this guy is like, he's like an IT guy who can't turn on his computer. He's like a guy opening a pizzeria who, who, who thinks he's got these fancy flavors. But he can't even make a cheese. You know? Tim will understand what I mean here. He's yes, this I do. guy opening a bougie burger joint, you know, with like egg on your burger. But, oh, but the worst. But he can't even make like the cheeseburger plain taste good. I don't know about you, but I need to like if I'm gonna try your fancy pizzas, I'm gonna have to see how you do like a pepperoni first. Preach. You, like, before I do, you know, your, like, new age, whatever, you got to show me you can make, like, a beautiful cheese before I go to this other step. This guy from the defensive side of the ball, I am dead last in defense in 
everything. Okay? He, so, like, just by associate, fired. Done. But he will not be fired. He will be given a free pass. And you know what? He's being given a free pass. He's being given a free pass. But I got swindled. Like Conan O'Brien or his character in the, in the monorail. I, I like he came to town and he fucking swindled me. But that that gremlin been working on his speech to swindle me since he was five years old. So Staley is Lyle Landley. This is your argument. And he no, he's everybody. He's the guy who opens a pizzeria but can't even make a cheese. Yeah, you you you, you just remember his coaching job from the Rams, but you don't remember his coaching job in North Haverbrook or Ogdenville. By <laughs> gum, put, put him them on the, on the map. His defensive <laughs> perform like. Our defense is so bad that I don't you know, like when Wade Phillips or Norv Turner get jobs as head coaches and they flame out, even Frank Wright, like I'd still take him to be my offensive coordinator. I would still take that guy as a coordinator. I don't even know what the fuck you'd want this guy for. But he will save his job because he worked everybody just like he worked me. I remember it like yesterday. Everything he did, he did like Schefter's podcast, Rappaport's podcast. He'd come on Schefter's podcast as like, we can get in the job. And he would like just tug Schefter off for five minutes about how great Schefter's book was. Like he has orchestrated his free pass for this goddamn moment. It's gonna, it's a free pass. And he's got his loser, Joe Lombardi, and some inexperienced defensive coordinator. He calls the defensive plays. You know that? And they're like, maybe you should, like, give up that. But now, so I don't know. I'd hope, like, he is going to save his job. I'd hope it is maybe, like, they'll bring in a Vic Fangio and a Frank Wright or something, like some real men, potentially, to help assist. But uh, it's a dead fish, and it's going to be dead again. And that's what I have to say about the coaching situation. I got things to say about <laughs> other people. The, the, the Titans fired their GM today. Very cursed Titans. Why isn't my GM fired? The monies? No. The GM didn't give away a receiver of the quality of A.J. Brown. I love for that. I what like that owner's embarrassed to go to Christmas parties to have to answer questions about freaking AJ Brown. And you know what he said? Before I gotta go to those Christmas parties over the next month, I'm firing this guy because he embarrassed me. I love that. What Amy Adams? Oh, good for you, Amy. What? I don't understand, but Jeff's on a roll. That trace so embarrassing. So just, you're fired. You're, you're fired. You're fired. Flossie, you're a fired match. I think the well, headline. Yeah, I got the, I got monorail coaching my team for another year. <laughs> I, I think headline says Jeff says soy boy should down? be fired. Is that what <laughs> he's writing not, down? Listen, during I every bought into this play, guy, Jeff but don't make sheet? it like I buy into everybody. Three games into Anthony Lynn's tenure, I called him Octavia Spencer and wanted him fired. And we were in some little hut on, near Bloor Street, which if we were, you know, I wish we were there today because there's like a Chick-fil-A across the street, Pat. But uh, Tim, the latest uh, headline from the Darnold on Reddit is just that Faker Mayfield is being exiled to Nebraska with the liberal media and will never be welcome back at Darnolago. 
who has apparently <laughs> overcome <laughs> critical gaze theory. Amazing. I have to start Sam Darnold in our fantasy, in our league this week for me to get into the playoffs. I need you to lose. So great. He's not going to be great, but I think he'll be fine. (laughs) Hopefully, he scores more than like 0.1 that Lamar scored me last week. That would be fine. Let's recap. Last week, however, the three of us were all. Seven and eight on the week. Uh, so Jeff retains his lead, does not extend it. He's up by five games. The coin what? What? made a... What? what did I get wrong this time? Oh, How about you just count them before you come on and you tell me your record? Well, I know my, what my record what, was. What was your record then? Eight and seven. Eight and seven? All right, let me go back and look at this. <laughs> I hate... I, this has to be a bit... I, I'll take seven and eight, though, just to not have to do this. No, no, no. If, did you want to take seven and eight? Let's see here. <laughs> Buffalo, Minnesota, Cleveland. Is this like when Cam asked Pittsburgh, for points? Pittsburgh, Green Bay, no! San Francisco. For, for like a little bit of a better Jeff wants record. free wins. A free wins. I got you at seven, man. Buffalo, Minnesota, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Green Bay, San Francisco, New Orleans. Dallas, seven. Philly. You had Indianapolis, it says here. Well, then I'm an idiot. <laughs> I was right the last that game two times. I'm, for- I'm an idiot here then. Sure. That's what the paper Colts says. probably should have covered that game. That fourth quarter got wonky, but that game was 21 You're going to say that like Atlanta should have covered versus the Saints eight years ago. Sort of. Yeah, they they I only mean, gave, they only gave up thirty three points in a quarter. Okay, should have well, covered that. That's because Saturday kept going for it on fourth down like you're supposed to. I promise I won't say anything like I had a really smart roommate and he'd tell me exactly what I owed him. And I'd like be like, are you sure? And then it was just like, yeah, he's always right. So I, but I know I hit pass- my o- Omaha Steaks super lock. Yes. You, I mean, it's not a super lock. It's OmahaStakes.com premium pick of the week. Tim was the only one to get it correct. I'm almost but- out of time to come back to even tie you. You get you have me endure me in the Omaha premium picks pick of the week, Tim. You're 10 and three. <laughs> On the year, very good. I'm now six and seven after losing, I think, four or five in a row. And Jeff also lost. No, wait. No, wait. No, didn't. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff won. Jeff had Pittsburgh, so he won. Sorry. Thank you. I so, was like, so wait, he re- I was in some. He remains a game back of Tim at nine and four. The teaser lost last week thanks to the Baltimore Raisins. Uh, Tim drops to three and eleven and eighteen and one hundred and fourteen overall. Guess what I did, Jeff? And maybe I can do it for you as well if you're big into steaks or chicken. I went on to OmahaSteaks.com. Everything on the site right now is fifty percent off, which is huge savings from what I hear. And then code Mayo gets you another thirty dollars off on top of the fifty percent off. I sent some steaks and chicken to Cam. Oh, that's awesome. Good for you. I feel like he'll appreciate that. I'm a steak guy. Cam will always appreciate it. And he'll appreciate it more if it like arrives after like a bad NFL Sunday. (laughs) Like that's when he, you know, he's got to do, you know, dig into the uh, freezer. But great. Yeah, yeah, Tim is Tim is crushing it. He's 10 and three. I'm nine and four. Um yeah, those are some, like, computer-free gold picks. Shows you. Yeah, no database over here. Oh, you're, you're, so what you're saying is that you're a better better on the NFL than Gigabyte is? I no, am I'm, not. No. I am not saying that. There is no hostility <laughs> coming from this show. None. None? None whatsoever? I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying, like, it's NFL football. 
bet it for fun. Bet within your means. You'll be okay. You, you don't bet against Tua when anybody's going to put pressure on him. They can't lose those games. N- not a bad idea, actually. Let's get to the Thursday night game first, though, because Vegas is still technically in the mix, just like the Chargers are in the AFC. They're at the Rams. Six is the spread in favor of the Raiders. 44 is the over-under right now. I went against the Rams for my Omaha Stakes premium pick of the week last week, Tim, and it did not go my way, although... After watching the game, I'm still not quite sure how the Seahawks not only didn't cover, but they almost lost the game outright. Like, Walford was horrible. Uh, the defense didn't seem very good, yet they kept sticking around in the game. Can Anchors is back from the dead. He gets the Undertaker gift of the week. I don't know what to do here. I kind of want to take the Rams. I can tell you that I would not lay six points with this Raiders team. You can't trust them. Yes, they play good football, but this is precisely the spot where you believe in them. You put them in a teaser or a parlay. And uh, they just can, they just kill you. You can't do that. They no show sometimes. Um, I sorry, I, I understand that. I'll take the Rams here. I'm also going to take the Rams uh, plus six, Jeff, at home. I guess it's probably going to be a Raiders home game, but you know, technically, it's at oh. SoFi. The Raider home game element here will cannot be understated. I mean, now there's life again in Raider Nation. Uh, it's not cheap to get into SoFi. And it probably won't be cheap this time because the Raider fans. But a couple weeks ago, you probably could have bought tickets for this game for as cheap as you could ever get into SoFi. Um, yeah, it's going to be a total invasion. They've got good vibes again. The Rams are a total dead fish. Uh, I think they put on a show. I think they'll, you know, score for for um, like BCS computer points late. Give me the, the Raiders, I guess. I'll yeah. be the one again. I'll be... I'll. I'll be alone there. This strikes me a lot like last week's Seattle game where you're going to watch the game and it will seem like the Raiders are dominating and then you're going to look at the scores like, why are they only up by three or why are they down by three? What What is happening here? Because there's no one left on the Rams at this point, Tim. I agree. And like, you know, but I mean, Adams, you would think would be a tr- problem, but the only player they have who's healthy is Ramsey. So maybe Ramsey can keep him somewhat in check. Um, there's no the only logical. This is not a play on the Rams. I don't like the Rams. This game could be a route. It's a play against the Raiders, and that they have not earned. And I've been picking the Raiders week in week out that they have not earned. No, the, you the fucking trust. cursed us because you got off the Raiders last week, and you get off the Raiders, and the spread flips five points in the direction <laughs> that is like pro Raiders that would have made you look real smart. But you get off the Raiders, and then our injury report turns to shit. Yes, that's all true. <laughs> I'm again, but I'm off the Raiders this week as well. I just don't think you can trust them. I don't think they should be laying six points in a short week. And I mean, everybody, they spent all their money going to SoFi the first time this year. So maybe they won't make a second trip. Very humble G bus takes complete and total credit, Tim, for Sleepy Joe Burrow's accomplishments. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to mix things up a little bit here on the show. Let's go to Sunday night. Ocho Bowl! We got Miami at the Los Angeles Chargers. Ah. Miami is favored by... Darian zooming in? We were thinking about getting you two for like five minutes on Sunday night. We'll see about that because Meanie's going to be in the studio. Biggest game in football history. I think Ocho Bowl. It is, I guess, the (laughs) Ocho Bowl. That's a good point. Listen, I... 
I, I sorry. I don't want to interrupt. I don't want to get yelled at. I don't know if you if you introduced the spread. I did not. It's Miami by three and a half on the road at SoFi over under 52 at the moment. Uh, so Tua's ankle is apparently going to be okay. So what you need to do, this is my theory behind it, because Tua, I, b- I still believe, is like 14 and 0 in games that he started and finished uh, over the last little bit. You got to find a way to get Tua out of the game. Then it's an insta win for the Chargers. Yeah, uh, listen, this is being, I don't think, well, I guess maybe it is. It's being made into a lot. And whoever, I guess, wins this game will be forever the better quarterback. (laughs) I mean, that's what just is going to happen when a 23-year-old and 24-year-old are are playing. I'll take nothing away from Tua and what he's accomplished. No, take, take it away. Take it away from him. I mean, you were trying to take it away from him with Gabe on Sunday. No, I take wasn't. Him away now. Gabe, sit, listen, let me say, Gabe's looking for an apology. <laughs> like, that's insanity. That's insanity. Like, if anything, like, this started a year and a half ago. I was in a hotel room. Pat clipped it. It was one of my better clips from last year. I said, like, it's got to change now. The guy's so far down in the hole, like, he's got to be supported and propped up. And this offseason, they supported him and propped up. And you just replay the tape from our preseason show. Where it's time to support him. They're supporting him as a coaching staff. They brought him playmakers. They got signed some O-linemen. It's time to support the guy. Did I make low-hanging fruit jokes two years ago? Yeah, of course I did. Uh, but well, you're gonna you're gonna hold it against like the paid professionals who are unbiased or the biased Charger fan? Get like what? What are we doing here? Their owner tried to get three other quarterbacks. The media Jeff is too busy running weekly shows, taking shots at Herbert. That's you're just winding me up. But that's another thing. I think some of the slander towards Justin is totally unfair. I think very about- un- very unfair. The the liberal media out to get Justin Herbert. No, I don't. No, I don't think like. For starters, this social media quarterback thing, that's to say, like, yes, usually there are multiple throws that he makes that can go really viral and people like. But you can't amass the stats that he's amassed through two and a half seasons in the league by making a viral throw a week or off two viral throws. Like, that's ridiculous. That's that's ridiculous. Like, there are viral throws, but you can't amass the touchdowns and yards that he has amassed in his starting point in the league by just making a couple dozen great social media throws. So I don't even like just on its face. That seems so, so flawed. And I see now he's out again, making flawed um, one-sided arguments on the defensive side of the ball. Well, isn't it Again, easy? With, isn't it easy to put up these stats when you have a bad defense? Like, is Herbert a good stats? No, bad because has guy? there been garbage time? Like every game is close, Pat. There really hasn't. The game versus Jacksonville, where they getting their ass kicked. That was the game he played where he should have been resting. There really hasn't been like this great amount of garbage time. I wish there was. We don't blow anyone out. We don't blow anyone out. Okay, and every game's been close, so I'll fight on this like mock of of like garbage time statistics, like a true sense of garbage time statistics. We play way too many close games to be able to make that case. 
a couple other things, because now that you got me here, he's the only player in the top five in passing yards who doesn't have a receiver in the top like 38 in receiving yards. It's a pretty wonky dead top 38. Or, well, I was going to say, like, well, like, do you want me to say top 30? Sure. I could cut it off at 30. That sounds cleaner. Okay, fine. No, um, another thing. Last year, with the total points the Chargers gave up, the, the, the teams in the history of football that had also given up that many points or crossed that threshold won games at a 30% clip. The Chargers were a game over 500. We now have the 734th out of 734th ranked run defense since the year 2000 on designed runs. The other teams in that grouping, like ranked 500 and above there, have like a 38% win clip. So this argument that he's, listen, I don't get, people need to walk the plank. The fact that we're going to go to year three and not play a playoff game, like it kills me. It burns my soul. Uh, we have not won enough. We have not won enough. But to frame him, you listen to some of the arguments and they say, you know, he's like a 500 quarterback in his career, but they talk about him like he's got a 30% winning percentage. That's what it should be. God damn it. So Tim, so, Tim, uh, I, want I, I don't know. Oh. But as for this game, oh my God, we, 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 we don't put any without Joey, but we don't put any pressure on quarterbacks. And we are still, I don't know the status of my center, my right tackle, my left tackle. Like, I don't know a road where where McDaniel isn't just like watching this film. If he wants to score in 15 plays in eight minutes, he can. If he wants to score in four plays in two minutes, he can. Um, so I don't know like what on earth we are supposed to do. Tim mocks the Bradley Chubb thing. Watch what's going to happen this week. Justin Herbert got pressured like 27 times Sunday. Is it, it? I think it was like a high watermark in the league this year. One of them. It was ridiculous. So we are just, we are dead. We're dead. We're dead. And I like the notion that, yeah. And also, listen, Herbert, Burrow, Tua, Hurts, Herbert, Herbert could be the fourth best of all of them. Now, if they're all like top eight, top 10 quarterbacks in football, everyone's going to be happy. And I watched Eli win two Super Bowl rings when I believe I had a more talented quarterback. So it'll be easier to watch like Burrow win two Super Bowl rings because at least he's really talented. And Hurts probably like offensive player of the year. And Tua, it's amazing what can happen when you're supported and they put people around you. And if this is Herbert's like wall, if this is Herbert's wall playing with what was a cartilage fracture, playing with no offensive line, his weapons in and out will be fine, but they got to get someone in here that can nurture him and not a guy like you got to Justin Herbert's a goddamn miracle. Honestly, he's a goddamn miracle. In the ah, geez, I don't want to throw people I really know under the bus, but I know someone whose parents are in like ridiculous, like laughably insane. And this person ended up being one of the most smartest, brightest, 
hardworking, successful people I've ever met. And I tell this person, you are a goddamn miracle to be the person you are. You are. And when you've been taught football by Mario Cristobal and Anthony Lynn and this fucking gremlin, some people should consider him a goddamn miracle. So you're taking the Dolphins? Dolphins my, plus three, three and a half. Minus three and a half. Yeah. Mark it. I don't know how we stop them. This is unbiased football. You watch me watch a game now. I'm just emotionless. And we're coming off. We 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 scored a defensive touchdown and we had a successful fake punt. We still fucking suck. Tim, do you like the Chargers here? No, I love Miami. Uh this is a I mean look we we I, the 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 battle plan is clear. When the Dolphins play against a team that can get any sort of pressure yeah. to a panics, he doesn't have time. He throws the God. ball away. He plays terribly. He played god awful. There is oh. not a single word of positivity no, that he can be said fine. about this. He his played stat, look at look at everyone else's stats versus the 49ers. Horrifyingly badly against no, no, this. Well, he, to me. Yeah, and his you, seventy-six you, you, yard you, touchdown was a four-yard pass that got taken seventy some odd. That's up. their playbook. He played horrifyingly. But now he also <laughs> plays great. When he doesn't have pressure, the Chargers' defense is are going to bring no pressure. They're the worst defense imaginable. He should feast upon the Chargers. This is exactly the team that Miami should do well against. You know, we'll see next Saturday night against Buffalo. I expect that they'll get nothing because Tua and the Dolphins' offense struggle when Tua is pressured. He panics and makes bad decisions, but he won't have to panic tonight. Or sorry, on Sunday night, he'll make have lots of times for decisions. They're the first part of a fourteen money line parlay. The Dolphins, I, I you put it in. You're the right. Dolphins aren't losing this game. That, that, this is the situation. We're like those four teams: the Bears, the Lions, uh, all those teams that made Tua look like like mm-hmm, the Texans effective. But I like we will allow him to do that. But Tim, I think you're right. Just look at all the stats for San Francisco this year. The turnovers. I don't know. Maybe he was due for some of them, and they helped create them. But I, I thought he was he was fine. I well, thought, played against I, Pittsburgh when Pittsburgh fine. brought pressure, and he played terribly. Played against uh, San Francisco when they brought pe- pressure, played terribly. He's bad against good defenses, but against bad so defenses, a lot of good quarterbacks. Dies, sure, well, the, a lot of middle of the road quarterbacks, but against bad defenses like yours, he'll dine out, and he will. I like the Chargers in this game. I think this the game reeks of uh, the old Feinberg. Chargers lose, but cover the spread. They lose by three. Okay, Pat. So we're going to be the Kirk Cousins here because this year's going to end. And I was thinking, like, does Herbert win in primetime? And thank God we won a few in primetime last year. But um, going back to, I guess, what would have been week 17 versus the Raiders or week eight, whatever the new week is. They lost that game. They lost. But this year they lost to the Chiefs twice and they lost to San Fran. But they've covered all of them as underdogs but they lose the game. So they are like very much in a nutshell at nighttime. We are the epitome of the Feinberg. And you have a Rams um, game later on this year. In, in that's going to be flexed Rams chargers. We, and you want to know something? I might be flying home that day. And I booked that flight. Tell my wife, yeah, we're prime time. We're fine. And I said, don't worry if the game's so bad, it's flexed. I want to kill myself anyway. <laughs> no, I don't think I would have said kill myself, but like, what do you mean? Like the season is so dead, I don't even give a, f- a shit. Um, 
Because, well, like, you know how they love going to SoFi. They're going back there. There must be some good technology. NBC must like the stadium. It's local. It's probably well, really as we found out, they wanted my game. My game got blocked, so they took your game because and, the idea of having to, Russell to Wilson on, on the TV Dolphins, what so... the league has done to the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. What no, a no, hardship. No, no. We people whine and moan here. I have never seen anything like this in the league. The third leg of a of a three week road trip ends with a game moved up early. Tim, this year you complained when the Packers played in England <laughs> and you had to play in um you were on at home or on the East Coast. Yeah, they had a five 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 out five hour rest advantage. I also the, complained the Bills, that they had the four consecutive played. or four times this year they played a team on mini buy and they're on their buy, the team they played on was also on buy. The like the adult, like you don't Sunday. even get so to so so really spots. really you just want to complain is what it sounds like well just like it's completely unfair and there's literally no argument to the contrary the Bills on Sunday after they play the Jets they'll be home by six six thirty the Dolphins by the time they fly home after Sunday night football it'll be like ten a.m. when they get to their actual homes Monday. And they move that game up to Saturday night. The margins in the NFL are so small. We see it week to week. As betters, you know, people call it there. I love trying to identify spot games. I just try to do it maybe too hard and it can be costly. But spot games are, I, I believe those are real. And there's a horrible spot situation for Miami. Do not worry, Dolphin fans. As Tim noted, you'll 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 slice and dice us up, no problem. Um, you will. Do not, do not worry. Uh, you you have nothing to worry about a team that can't do anything on its offensive or defensive line. If the like, if the Chargers not a single concern. If the Chargers can just win one of their next two games, they're probably going to make the playoffs. I don't believe in us. I want them to, but I don't believe. Uh, they've sucked it out of me, and I'm, unlike Tim, I'm not a Lily Dipper. Well, it would be a great, it would be a great advantage if they did make the playoffs because they'd probably be the seven seed, which means they probably played the Chiefs. And we know the teams don't beat other teams three times in one year. It's an auto win for the Chargers. No. And then they get to go to Buffalo for the divisional game, and Jeff gets to cross the border and go to Buffalo for a divisional game. No, I'm, I'm really. I'm really proud of Tua, and I think a lot of football fans can can allow themselves. Well, then apologize to Gabe. I think a lot of football fans can, like most normal football fans, can allow themselves to live in a world where their brain allows them to believe, oh, both these guys are good. Both these guys are good. And when the Dolphins beat the Chargers Sunday and Tua looks amazing, you watch out, Bengal fans. They'll be coming for Joe Burrow's throne next on the on the um, on the poll. But in closing, I would like to say, when you do win on Sunday, we're not really allowed to do this whole "oh, he wins the game, so he's better." Because I would hate to like ever have to be like, "Well, you lost to Mister Irrelevant." Like, no one is saying Brock Purdy is better than Tua. Like Tim that's is. ridiculous. I, kinda, I, I, I think it's possible. Shut up. 
I mean, the Dolphins losing to Brock Purdy is like the Maple Leafs losing to the Zamboni driver <laughs> playing goalie. You're being ridiculous. I'm, so, and I'm the ridiculous. one that's got to apologize. You should apologize. Why does the biased Charger fan have to apologize? You've been called to account to apologize, Jeff. So just do it. It's also, you know, I because everyone had to get on with their Sunday. But it's this very <laughs> straw man, let's pick on Herbert. When it's like, he's not a winner, he's not tough, this, that. And then it's like, you defend him, and it's like, whoa, man, chill. All I said was, he's not the best quarterback in football. <laughs> ah, what? No, that's not what you said. But I agree, he's not the best quarterback in football. No one is making the debate he's the best quarterback in football. What is clearly been realized this year is when everything's gone to shit and even when he's hurt Justin Herbert will be just fine if the team is healthy and surrounded Justin Herbert can be exceptional um that's what I feel like I've learned when shit hits the fan he'll still be okay but now everything like I would draft seven offensive linemen next year because to me as long as he's fine, we'll be fine. Well, that's not true because it's this run defense. You got it. I don't fucking know. I don't know. We got. That's the thing. I got so many problems. I can't even concern myself with two anymore. I'm just happy for him. But 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 you think I can concern myself with that when I have like fundamental, like just such a flawed situation? I can't. I can't. Nope can't do it and i would trade draft picks for a coach and it's not sean payton there's one coach i would is fucking mike mcdaniel so also mike mcdaniel going for that fourth and one does the exact same thing staley did versus the raiders last year except he let his quarterback keep the ball and the quarterback made the play staley let his running back take the ball and we got stuffed but i love it i thought that was great mike mcdaniel's the fucking man and they both lost those games. So. To Brock Purdy. To Brock. He's Purdy. better than Tua. Well, I mean, like, head-to-head, they, he was better. But, I mean, like, we'll see. It's so, such a stupid argument. The takeaway that I'm getting from this is either, A, Jeff says Blake Bortles 2.0 is very good, or Jeff says... Internet, social media, superstar, quarterback, out of league, now selling feet picks on OnlyFans. Those are the, the two headlines I grabbed from what you were well, saying. Well, you thought I like he's Blake Bortles? It's just, it just the way that he's putting up these numbers, not winning games. Very Blake Bortles-esque. That's not true. Blake, Blake Bortles, no, Blake Bortles had They went all the way to the title game of Blake Bortles. <laughs> what? No, I don't think Pat believes that. That's just Pat trying to... That's, in, that's insanity. Tim is right. Blake Bortles does have two playoff wins. Very he close. does. He does. One of them I loved, and I wish he got that third one. He should have. They got screwed in that game. The referees stole a fumble from them. Because no, no, because you watch Blake Bortles, and you know this guy is like problem. Justin Herbert has a flaw. It's a fair flaw. Too many balls get knocked down. He's too tall, and he's too... So we got to work on that. Um... But your eyes told you something's like wrong with with uh, Blake Bortles, even if as it was good. No. Do no. you do you, have you pulled a Tim? 
Do you have a saved draft of a tweet yelling Never. at Acho once Herbert no. wins this game? I write my tweets. I write my tweets. The only tweets that are in my draft, there's a lot to be a dangerous game. It's either like golf cards that I like outright cards that I'm still working on, or it's just something where it's like I actually took a second to breathe and be like, nope, do not send that. But I got nothing in the future. I got no. This is it's also again, this guy is ridiculous. He's, he's like a new skip bait. Like it's just so silly. Again, social media quarterback. Like I've already said that the you can't a dozen amazing throws that go viral. There's those other stats have to come from somewhere. Yeah, they're you all, know, the they're stats all that they're, put they're, him among yeah, their dump offs to Austin Eckler. This year, a lot of it is. But some games, a couple games ago, Eckler had two catches. And we're not executing the screen game even good enough, to be perfectly honest. And Eckler should be lined up in the slot, and Kelly should be taking more hand. I would do a lot of things different. But I didn't go to college with the coach. I'm not one of his friends today. (laughs) Minnesota at Detroit. This line has moved the most of any so far this week since the openers. The Lions are now favored. Well, we we got one and a half on the board, so we'll go with that in real time, Tim. It is now two and a half for the Lions at home. 53 and a half is the over-under. I've been mentioning this on a few shows. I've been mentioning this on a few shows this week. Is there any more delicate fan base in the Minnesota Vikings fan base? Good lord. Your team's your your team is ten and two. Enjoy it. That's amazing. Who cares what random idiots on the internet have to say and they don't believe on your team? Who cares? As long as they keep winning, I mean, that's good that's for it, you. Right? They know they're because they know, as we all do, that this team is pretty darn fluky. They have won a ton of games this year where they were the worst team of the two and they won. Like it is what it is. They everybody is aware that Minnesota is uh, you know, a ten and two team that's really like a five and five team or whatever. But all things but that being said. I don't trust Detroit enough to lay the points. Detroit, uh, so Minnesota is the second part of my money line parlay. I'm getting Minnesota plus money here at ten and two at the Vikings. Or sorry, at the Lions. Just like I can't trust the Chargers, you can't trust the Lions, and so we're going to take Minnesota here. Um, Minnesota is a very intriguing team because they do do things well. Uh, their red zone defense is is really solid. Now, do you, uh, do you, do you, do you think, do you, hold on, do you think their red zone defense is very solid because the Jets couldn't score on them in the red zone? Yeah, it wasn't just the Jets who've had trouble with them in the red zone. Who uh, else? What other teams did? All kinds of teams have had trouble. Detroit has many all te- kinds many of teams. Many teams. People say very a lot of great the teams Dolphins. have struggled like, in the red zone. The, the but, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater Dolphins? <laughs> any number, this, again, how many games have the Vikings won this year where like the other team dominated in almost every statistical category. But you know, they're they're coached pretty well. They don't make big mistakes and they take advantage of opportunities. And so that's good enough to win here. Um I felt pretty good about the way we played Minnesota in the second half. We we dominated them in the second half. We shut them down. We made perfect adjustments. Just things didn't bounce our way. That's okay. And these things happen. Uh, move along, and I think Minnesota's probably going to beat Detroit. I don't think that's like a crazy idea. I, th- I think it's actually kind of weird. I'm getting the plus money to take Minnesota, and I'm going to do it. 
Yeah, it's kind of strange, Jeff, the the plus one and a half or two and a half now in real time to look at the Vikings. Like, I think we all kind of concede that the Vikings are probably the better team here. Is this just like setting us for a trap? I knew when the Vikings pulled that one out on Sunday that the Chargers were doomed. <laughs> and I say that only because every single smart guy in this space, all the sharps, like 97% sharp money tickets of the sharp story had tickets that had the jets and that had the raiders um and they might have felt they were right about the jets despite the red zone defense i was one of those people on the other side being like okay i get it the jets i mean the vikings are not as good as their record but we have sort of crossed a point where now they're being like egregiously disrespected <laughs> mike white a guy that was opening day third string against the Jets against Minnesota in their own house is like a neutral field pick'em. Bah! I wasn't having any of that, and I was on Minnesota against the Reds, the 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 Commanders, and I'm upset. My book. Another passion. example of a team that had every opportunity. I, in the Red I was upset. Capitalize. I was upset that my book cashed my over nine wins Minnesota ticket because I need all that money to offset my big chargers futures loss that's going to cash when they're mathematically not possible um so i'm upset that cleared i am because i don't i can't touch that's not for me that all being said i'm just straight narrative narrative street as some with all their viking futures all that fun stuff it's a detroit game this is a fight the vikings don't want it's just timed it's a fight they don't want they got bigger fights down the road. They're not really in positions with buys because they hold none of those tiebreakers. Um, Detroit's angry. Detroit's a fireball right now. Let Detroit beat them up. Who gives a shit? Vikings got bigger fish to fry. Uh, yeah. And did, yeah, that's all. It's a weird analysis for me. This has nothing to do with people that are betting Detroit because it's like a hate bet against Minnesota. This is literally like as stupid as seeing like 11 straight coin flips have gone one way. And, and one of these, this, yeah, Vikings are just going to sit this one out. They're going to lose by like 10 alt line Detroit. I like Minnesota with you, Tim. I just think they're a better team. Yeah. Not a crazy amount better, but they are better. And, and, and you know, that's a road dome and it's just every reason to pick them here. I mean, the over is a pretty good look in this game of 53, I think. Just Detroit... You just have a team that's really, really lucky and a team that finds ways to be the least lucky and smart team in football. And, like, that's going to somehow come to the to the boil at, uh, in, in, in this Not game. Not this one. Look for a Lions minus a touchdown. See, you say oh. that. Like, I mean, even last week, like, this seems like such an overreaction to what we saw against Jacksonville, one of the noted worst road teams in football, that they were a, a one point favorite when we did the show last week against the Lions. It's like, yeah, take the Lions. Like, the Lions should be, the Lions should yeah. be getting points at home. But now, like, do we really think that Jacksonville and Minnesota are on the same plane? Yet all of a sudden, Detroit's favored by way more against Minnesota than they were against the Jags? Yeah, is- that's it, right? The line is off. How can, I mean, it, as bad as, Jags are, uh, and as un- as much as the Vikings are not a ten and two team in terms of skill level, come on now, like Jags are one of the worst teams. So, okay, hey. so I probably won't even bet Detroit minus these points. I will bet them only in an alt situation. But I hope you guys are right. Like I'd love for Minnesota to keep their 
wagon, get that bye week. I may. I mean, since my team's not making the playoffs, I'm essentially a Vikings fan. Now. Well, I mean, you should be a Vikings fan for Tim, who said that they would have the best record in the NFC. I believe that's 15 to one. That's still on the table here, Tim. I need one loss from the Eagles, and then it's oh. a, then it's tied, and I can push it. I'm done. That fu- that that the the bozo combo of Dennis Allen, Mark Ingram, Andy <laughs> Dalton ended me in our hammer back to the future contest. Done. Done. What morons. And a broadcast so moronic, they don't even mention the turning point. If you want to watch Back to the Futures, the show that the three of us do together, it's on the Hammer HQ on the Forward Progress channel over there, or just go to thehammer.bat. You can subscribe down in the description, and that show usually comes out on Wednesday afternoon. Breaking news in real time right here. The San Francisco 49ers, Tim, will not get Faker Mayfield. He has been claimed by the Rams. That doesn't make any sense. Brock Purdy's better, though, probably, right? Well, he's better than Tua. The season is... Why would the Rams claim him and take that money on? Mm. It's Weird. a month of money. I just don't know what the value of it is. When, all right, sure. That is strange. I didn't well, see that coming. horrible. Yeah, but what do they care? Did did they do the? Did they think that they were like knifing the Niners by not letting them have a quarterback? But it turns out like it actually helped them. Well, when the when the Forty Niners picked up Josh Johnson, I, I think that was a clear sign they weren't going to sign anybody else. Well, why do the Forty Niners need anybody if they have a quarterback who's better than Tua? Well, I'm saying Purdy could be. Wouldn't it be great if Purdy like won a bunch of games? I, I'm supporting Purdy. I'm on his side. I don't know much I about like, him, but I've, I, I like I'm, the 49ers. I'm on his side, but the notion that he's better than Tua is ridiculous. Uh, I mean, they've each played one game in the NFL and it happened to be against each other, and one looked a lot better than the other. So I'm only basing it off of evidence that I've seen, Jeffrey. And the evidence is, uh, is pretty irrefutable. Next game, Tim's team, the New York Jumbo Jets at... The Buffalo Bills. Bills favored by 9, 43 and a half is the total. We're getting the, the prime time treatment here, even though it's an early game. Tim, you got Nance, you got Romo, mm-hmm. you got Magic Mike. Salah said he's going to continue to start. I didn't realize that was like up in the air for anything, but you know he had to come out and say that Mike White is still starting. I like the Jets plus nine in this game. I think that their defense is good enough to keep this game close. Yeah, I'm, I'm anxious about it. I think our defense, as we saw in their first matchup, is more than capable of keeping Buffalo's offense uh, down. And, you know, we, we won that game with, with very little offense. But I don't know. Buffalo's opportunistic. Novon Miller's nice. Um, I continue to be terrified of her open field tackling. And Josh Allen is the one that scares me most. If he's running around, they're going to destroy us. In that sense, he's going to run. He's going to get so many third downs by running. Uh, if he, if we can figure out a way, and Saul is pretty smart, to put a spy on him to prevent him from from running around, then then we got a real crack at this game. Uh, White has to play more or less like he played last week. They just the receivers have to hold on to the balls. Conklin had three terrible drops. Uh, you know, obviously Barrios had that big drop. Mims had a drop. Uh, the not to excuse anybody, but they had they had bad drops. 
So that, that, that can't happen again. That was a tough loss. Uh, we, we would probably be all but in the playoffs if we'd won that game, and we didn't. So now this is a, this is a really tough game. We have tough games on the schedule. We have Buffalo. We have Miami. We have Seattle. The Bears. We have tough games. Oh, no, you already played the Bears. But, but we have Detroit, who, as Jeff said, is a house on fire. And then we have Jacksonville, who's apparently better than Minnesota. Or sorry, because they're or you know, because they were shorter favorites than the Vikings are this week in Detroit. I, I'm concerned. I'm still you know, concerned. I, I don't know which way this is going to go. I'm not super confident, and um, I'm going to play Buffalo. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Buffalo oh. wins at like twenty to ten. Sorry, which way you Lily dip in today? I think no, no. Just this is a tough game, and it's hard to beat a team twice. I think it's a low-scoring game. Buffalo wins twenty to ten, so Buffalo yeah, no, barely I'm covers. Talking more like for the season. Well, you know, like we have to get to ten wins to make the playoffs. I think it's at best a coin flip that that happens. I'll take Buffalo. Um, yeah, just Bills at home. They'll find a way maybe to run it, run it up here. You realize, like, I've also never seen anything like those Mike White t-shirts before in <laughs> oh they love him they love him he's a he's a shot of energy like that do, do they do they like him or do they hate zach wilson yeah that Both. is literally them without you know trying to post a tweet or hit like on twitter to people making fun of zach that is them as a collective saying like we need to give this we need to let the world know how much we hate zach wilson um now you've seen players like wear jerseys of a player we've seen players wear like t-shirts with other guys faces maybe it's like a star in the moment or a great who's getting honored at halftime that night i've never seen like the knicks didn't walk off the bus in jeremy lynn shirts sort of thing like i've never seen anything sort of like that before and it's remarkable yeah and you look it's a fun team as uh, I think Levitan noted today, like they've got the guys probably going to win offensive player of the year in Wilson and defensive player of the year rookie. in uh, they're rookies. In they're, they're, win, rookie, they're, they're, not, they're not going to win defensive the or rookies. offensive players of the year. Defensive rookie rookies and of the year. Although Sauce, although Sauce has that yeah, every bit the case for both actually, but rookies, does he? Yeah, what, 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 what do you think his odds are to win defensive player of the year? I'm saying he has the case. I don't know what his odds. What's probably your, like what, fourth what, favorite, fifth favorite. Right. I don't know what his odds. Well, are. give me give me your case for him. He has been the best defensive back in football, and he has taken on star player after star player and has done a very, very, very good job of it. Well, he's not inside the top 15 of people on the board. <laughs> I find that impossible to believe. I find it impossible if that you did, may, maybe if you, you did can, a draft you of, can, of defensive maybe... players. He would be like the third or fourth guy off the board. Well, he's a rookie. Certainly top 10. Certainly top 10. Sure. You, you, get, you, get, you, get, his, you get his rookie Just for deal. next season. I don't know. Just think, for next season, I think he'd be he, one of the first ten players off the board defensively. You know, I don't know about that. I think I think people would take Quinn and Williams over him. Maybe Quinn and Williams is on this list, by the way. Quinn and Williams is, is fantastic. Better but than I'm Sauce. Excited. That's what the odds say. That I, I'm sorry, that's ludicrous. I mean, all the guy I does agree. is pass interfere with people. Not Noted by you. Not true. That's what you said. And then we watched him do it. Then he started getting called for it. It's just foolish. He, he's, he's amazing. Like him versus Hassan Reddick. Please, if you take Hassan Reddick over Sauce, turn in your football watching card. <laughs> I agree with Levitan. Um, 
I agree with that. And I am looking forward to, I'll preview the springtime. Uh, the Jets might win 10 games. They might win nine games and just miss it. They can win 10, get in, get their asses beat on wild card weekend. Mm-hmm. That will not, even if they come up short with nine, um, Tim is going to be like a fucking pig in mud this summer, this spring with his offensive rookie of the year, with his defensive rookie of the year, with what I assume they'll go out and get, you know, league median quarterback situation. It's going to be like, um, yeah, it's going to be supercharged. Uh, No pun intended because with the supercharge, because I will, I'll be quiet as a church mouse. Uh, There's nothing they could do to get me. They could bring back Junior Seau from the dead. And I don't know that it would excite me. Oh, they could make Philip Rivers the head coach. I could get excited. But this spring summer, Tim is going to be an absolute fire cracker. And that roster, it's worth being thrilled about. And if they win nine and come up short or get 10 and lose wildcard weekend. We, they better win. max us out. They better max us out in primetime games or I will lose my mind. Oh, you're getting at least three next year, I think. I would hope so. What does max out count as, though? Like five. No, that. Well, I have no idea. Well, you'll get a Bills they game. Put Denver Giants, on that many times. You'll get a Bills game. You'll get a Giants are going to fill that primetime schedule pretty good, though. Anytime the Giants or the Jets are facing a good West Coast team, that's primetime. They love that shit. They love Next that. Next year might be NFC East, too. So it might be a you know, Jets. Cowboys. Oh, if the NFC and AFC East are playing each other, that's just primetime in a nutshell. All those Jet Giant games. Put us on Thanksgiving. Oh, boy. Jets, Cowboys on Thanksgiving. I want that so badly. So, oh, oh this is what I want to ask you. So the Dolphins, they get back-to-back flexes. The world, the mm-hmm. networks, the football fans. Let's get excited. We like this. I'm smiling because I believe it to be true. Well, the Jets and their great story and their we got rookie of That's the why. Years. We got blocked. On both sides of the ball. And no, and 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 they and they, they wanted us get the dolphin shine. They wanted us for this week, and CBS blocked us, so that's why they took the Chargers and Dolphins. That's the okay. Dolphins' success just overshadows you. Doesn't that bother you? It does until yeah, you know, it does right now. They've got a better record right now. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to get me worked up, but like we already crushed the Dolphins once. I look forward to crushing them again because um, our team is like the picture perfect. You make in a laboratory team to crush the Miami Dolphins. I can't wait for Week 18. I hope Miami has lots on the line. We're gonna we're going to destroy them. Talk about casket matches. Well, that's yours, eh? Taker versus Kamala, oh yeah Wembley. Oh yeah, yeah. Give it. Give, I can't wait for Week 18. Miami has no chance. Are you it calling stands. it now a casket? You're gonna casket Tua? Oh well, well, not actually, but they're gonna destroy like that, that. Like he's going to look like he looked against San Francisco, which is to say, pitiful. They got no chance. But if he scores like 20 points, he could probably beat you guys. Well, not last week. Not with Mike White. I'm prepared to look the I am prepared to look the other way on the biggest contract extension to Mike White you can imagine. I won't be I won't praise it, but I won't criticize it. I'm prepared for them to franchise him. I'm prepared for any number of things to look the other way on with Mike White. You've no idea how much I will put up with. I'm actually really curious about that whole contract thing because now these quarterbacks after year three are asking for money. 
So I'm curious, like, do Burrow, Tua, and Herbert get paid this offseason? Jalen Hurts, who is a second-round pick, is he, like, have no, he's not a free agent, but is his contract, like, he's for sure gets paid this offseason? Yeah, because he doesn't, he doesn't have the extra year that the first-round pick gets, so they would probably be yeah, wise to lock him if up. If I were now. Herbert, I would say you give me every <clears throat> possible dime or I don't take a snap. A la uh, Kyler Murray. I, if I were Herbert, I'd extort. Why that Herbert? Why not Tua or every... Burrow? Tua's the one that's been sickly. Because the Chargers haven't dealt me dealt with me very well. The, oh, that's I have had Listen, You should be allowed to pick the coach. Their coaches I... are terrible. I would say to the Chargers, I want to be paid the most of any quarterback in the NFL. Otherwise, you know, I played with broken ribs last year. I'm not taking a snap for you unless you pay me everything and more. Good day I mean, that would be my greatest fear, and I don't know whether you're just trying to fear monger. No, if I were he, that's what I would do. But it's a long road because he'd only be in year three. We'd have him under contract essentially with the option through year five, and then we'd own a, a franchise for tag for two years. So it would be very early in the process for him or any quarterback to play that game. I'd say with this medical staff and the way I get injured, I want my money and I want it now. If I'm going to be sticking we'll around here and playing that, every no, single game, Tua, does Tua say now pay me? I play uh, one. Healthy I year don't know. I, I don't know that Miami will, if push comes to shove. Think they'll say via Condios. If I push came to shove, I don't think they would. I can way that, see like, Burrow were, looking for the money this year, though, and he would deserve it too. Yeah, but if I, I, were, I agree. But I could. If see I were them. Herbert or Burrow, I'd say, look, if I'm going to play my whole career or the part that counts. In this city, with this fan base, you are going to pay me every possible dime that I am due. And if you won't, I won't play. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't. Uh, yeah, you got to pay him. Kyler Murray did it. Worked for him. It was smart for him because Kyler Murray's terrible. It's true. And Kyler they're going to pay him forever. Strong arm them and gone this season and played like he played. He'd be fucking. I don't want to say screwed, but it wouldn't look like it looks. Mm-hmm. You. I think the NFL got you a Christmas gift. I know what the why Baker Mayfield went to the Rams, Tim. Why? Because you get to have Faker Mayfield versus Mr. Unlimited on Christmas Day. Can you imagine? <laughs> I don't need to imagine. It's happening. And yet it'll still outdraw Celtics Knicks or whatever game is on. Probably. All right, we gotta start flying through that. we gotta start flying through some of these games here. Cleveland at Cincinnati. Now, Watson, very good at targeting the ground last week. A lot of bounce passes. It's like he did all for the two years he was off. He just studied Matt Castle game film. Uh, the Bengals are favored by six at home. Give me the Browns because just like how Joe Burrow always beats the Chiefs, he always loses to the Browns. I'm just going to go with that narrative. Take the Browns plus six, Jeff. I'm with you on that. I'll take those those points. This game did a huge sort of jump after he looked bad. And they beat the um, the Chiefs. And you say Matt Castle. I say look more like Chris Chris Paul, Steve Nash, and a bounce passes in there. What a disgusting performance! But I'll go to the Browns. If I'll go the other way, give me, give me the Bengals. You'll take the Bengals. If Cleveland was, I mean, Cleveland's not technically out of it, but they're out of it. If they were in the mix. Like if they had the Chargers record and they were six and six, and you get that win with Watson, you see how Watson looks. Would you go back to Brissett? Probably. Okay. They don't need to, so it's not a thing. They can just play Watson and go through it. But if you were in the mix and he looked that bad, I feel like you they would have made the switch at halftime. What would the spread 
like last week's spread was seven and a half, eight. If Brissett played, what would the spread have been? Probably six and a half. Like they gave Watson more points for Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. Six and a half, six. Um, and this week, if it was Brissett, in your opinion, what would this spread be? Probably the seven. same. It'd be within a point. It'd be six, six and a half, seven. I'm still taking the Browns. I don't love it. Uh, The Bengals are on full throttle mode. No one should want to play them in the playoffs. I mean, I would just prefer not to play anyone in the playoffs if I didn't have to. If I could be in the playoffs, never have to play anyone, that seems ideal. Like, would you you, you, you want to go walkovers? Tennis-style walkovers. computer. (laughs) <laughs> because it just said, here's one, here's two. Now go play for the title. <laughs> Philly and the Giants. The Giants are seven-point dogs at home in division to the Eagles, who are so good they're getting GMs fired on the other side of the field is how much they're steamrolling everyone. They're still only 7-5 and five against the spread, though. Feels like a game they should really dominate because now that their run defense has at least it looked like against Derrick Henry, was fixed. What the hell are the Giants going to do? Uh, I do an odds checker show, Jeff, with Brian Matthews, and he referred to Daniel Jones as Vanilla Vic, and that just absolutely cracked me up. But I'm going to take Danny Jones here, Vanilla Vic, and uh, the plus seven in, a, in just divisional game, home, seven points. Giants, huge fans of mucking it up. They just covered against Washington. They just covered against Dallas. Why not pull an old Feinberg cover but lose to the Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah, this spread's a little high to be in that classification. Uh, I'm going to play take this the other way. Eagles, like this is like 35-14, 35-20 for me. Um, I always feel like in football, you never want to be that team that starts 7-0 and or 8-0, that people didn't know if you were good or were uncertain you were good. I feel like so many more times than not, the end result is not like as bad as what like recent Arizona Cardinals teams have done. Like not even make, yeah, make the playoffs and kind of bow out. I am so impressed with this Eagles team. I thought last week, like I know they're better than the Titans, but sometimes styles make fights and they can just change their style. Like they're so good. Um, That plant, that, that, tree or that flower it's blooming i'm jealous eagles kill them kill them yeah i'm the same way giants coming off a full overtime performance well I, 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 I don't know if that was a full overtime performance they, they played overtime they didn't really do much the yeah moved. i think they played the best that they could this is sort of a look ahead game they don't need this game next week's the game they need i mean they uh, could, i'll they, take philadelphia not gonna lie they could use this game if yeah, but we all know they're they they know too if they're is serious. The Dolphins this is a game tough a look game. Ahead game, or is the Jets game a look ahead game for the both? Bills? Both. Jackson it's probably more so for the Bills because the Bills lost to them, and the Jets. Jacksonville and Tennessee. Tennessee, without its GM, is favored by four points at home. 41.5 is the over-under. Derrick Henry's been bad, Tim, like the last month. Yeah, well, the last two games, really. Um, Yeah, I'm going to pick the Titans, though, in this game. I got no faith in the Jaguars. I think Jaguars are, like, really bad. Like, really, really bad. People don't quite see it. 
I'm going to agree with Tim. Uh, the Titans aren't going to lose this many in a row. They're just too well coached. And if they just do fundamental Titan ball, they'll, 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 they'll be fine here. I actually like Jack. I like Jacksonville to cover the four here. It just Tennessee. Well, this game is going to be within a score somehow at the end of the game. So give me the team getting four points here. They can lose by a field goal. That's fine for me. Just seems like the way that Tennessee wants to win at this point. And your boy, Tim Traylon Burks, probably not going to play. That's unfortunate. That changed the whole tenor and complexion of that game. Burks went out. Burks is a very good player, and they were starting to get him clicking. That hurts. I mean, he, he ended up at the touchdown and got his brain fried on you know, getting sandwiched between those two guys, but I don't know if they were actually going to stop Philadelphia's offense at any point. No, but they could have actually scored a few points, and, and I don't know. It just changes things in the game. Let's try to see here with Derrick Henry's stats. Let's see. 30 yards rushing, 38 yards rushing, 87 yards rushing on 28 attempts. That's a 3.1 average. He's averaged the high, his highest in his past four games yards per attempt is 3.1 yards per carry. Yeah, fair enough. And it hasn't been good for him. It, I wonder if his foot is starting to bother him from last year. It might. They don't. Once they win this game this week, I think they're clinch and they can rest him for a while if they yeah, want. Just shut him down. Get Dontrell Hilliard back in the mix. Might as well. I think they do clinch if they win this week or something like that. Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Lamar looking like he's out, which makes the Ravens a two and a half point dog in Pittsburgh. Thirty-seven is the over/under in this spot. I think a lot of people are going to like Pittsburgh here, but you, know, you got you got Huntley, and is this version of Huntley, aka a guy who's healthy, better than whatever the hell Lamar was up to the last month, where he was clearly hurt? I'll throw it out to the group. I mean, I like the Vikings. The, the, I would have liked the Steelers in this game until I thought more about it. I was like, the world is going to like Pittsburgh. And like, this is such a Cam special where he's going to love the backup and he, he's really good on these picking these games. So I don't know. I, th- this is completely against what I believe. I'm going to take Baltimore in a, a game that everything makes sense to take Pittsburgh in. Pittsburgh should win this game by a lot. The spread is too short. Like, everything makes me think. The way Baltimore's been playing recently, the way they struggled against the last two weeks, against Carolina and against Denver, and yet, ugh, I'm going to take Baltimore, and I hate it. I, it just comes down for me, Jeff. I'm going to take Baltimore as well. Huntley won in three as a starter last year, but I think he went three and one ATS, or maybe even four and zero. Oh. Played some good teams over that stretch. I think he's competent here. And if you're going to give me a game, which I think is probably it's a lot, this game reminds me so much of the Washington Giants game from last week, where I know it's probably going to be a field goal game. So give me the team getting the points. <laughs> yeah, and um, Tim, you're kind of mixing up your backup quarterback narratives here between me and Cam. I am the one who loves the backup quarterback in their first game with a good team. So I am on Baltimore because I still at this point have to consider them a good team, despite there's a lot of, you know, things, eyeballs that could say maybe they're not. Cam is sort of the guy after they win that first game with the good with the on the good team. He is still like propelling them up like four weeks later off of that one performance. Does that make sense? Yeah, after they win the one game, Cam is ready to call the backup better than the starter. Yeah, Huntley played three quarters of the game last week, so was that enough? No, but it's so hard when you change on the fly in a game. We know how hard that is. Like, everything sort of changes with that. A full week of practice, 
preparation. This is the guy. This is the situation we're going to have. That is like where my mindset comes in. So no, um, the in-game switch doesn't count. Um, I'm going to take Baltimore here because they're a good team and they've got their backup. And I love, I don't say I love Pittsburgh, but they scared me last week and they hooked me those Omaha steak points. They did get you the Omaha premium pick of the week, the Pittsburgh Steelers over the Atlanta Falcons. Breaking news from Adam Schefter, by the way. Uh oh. Jimmy G does not need foot surgery. So okay. after Tim threw his unwavering support behind Dirty Purdy, now Jimmy G has a chance to return in the divisional round of the playoffs. So if they can get through round one, Jimmy That's G. That's not going to happen. They're going to. Not going to happen. If, if if they win their first round game with Purdy, they're not going to go to Jimmy G. Cold in the second playoff game. So that's the same as him not playing. I don't know. It's not going to happen. I think that they might. Now that you've said that they won't, they definitely will. Seems quite unlikely. Let me put it that way. Perhaps I won't be so de- de- declarative. It seems quite unlikely. Battle of Texas, close one, by the way. Houston at Dallas. Dallas is favored by seventeen points. Forty-four and a half is the over/under. Jeff, if I just told you that we only got credit for the Cowboys' defensive points scored in this game, would you still take the minus 17? I might. <laughs> um, yeah. This is going to be a shit show. I'll, I'll, I'll lay the – I'm not betting this game. I don't touch these sorts of games, but for the purposes of this, I'm laying 17 points. I actually really like Dallas to cover this minus set. After watching how Cleveland did it against Houston, like Houston is inept on offense. It was one thing earlier in the year, and I know that Dallas ended up putting the points to cover, I believe, against the Bears anyway, but you saw Justin Fields <laughs> move the ball. He was able to score points. It was a large it was a large gap in terms of the score, but it was like 48 to 33 or something like that. Like Dallas is probably going to put up 30 in this game, be it from just running the ball down their throats or scoring on pick sixes. Can Houston put up 10, Tim? Probably not. No, 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 I shouldn't say that. They probably can. But this is the NFL. I won't lay 17 points in any circumstance, I don't think. So it's just that principle. I'll take the Texans. It's just too many points. All right, well, you and the coin are both taking the Houston Texans while Jeff and I are rolling out the Dallas Cowboys. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Which brings us to the midway portion of the show, which means it's time for a mini version of Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States, but it's Cust Corner. It's Cust Corner. Cust Corner. <laughs> so I was going to use this corner to complain about some annoyances I've had with technology, but then I heard people don't want to hear me whine. No, we, we want about I, that. So I, I actually I, came I, up I, with an alternative game plan. Well, well, maybe, but I. What's just very quick version of what's been bothering you with technology? Did you did you finally back up your phone? No. Ever since I updated my my app, the or my phone, sorry, to the new iOS, the fitness app won't leave me alone. The rings keep telling me I need to close the rings. <laughs> In terms of like steps and calories and stuff. And like it gets pushier and pushier and pushier every day. And it's really driving me nuts. Yes, I know I could delete it or I could turn off the push notification, but I shouldn't have to do that. You okay. And but, like, okay, I, I updated mine. I got the rings on the go too, but I didn't opt into doing it. You had to opt in. I didn't in opt to, into any rings. It just did it. So you clicked on the rings. So you're just randomly getting push notifications from this app you've never opened. I have no idea. Tim. I never Tim. saw rings. Tim. I never saw rings before this. Why don't you just go turn it off right now? It takes less than five seconds. I don't want to. Are it's you mad? Effort. Are, I don't want to. Are you mad that your app is bullying you for sitting down too much? Well, it also doesn't know if I'm walking or not because I don't carry my phone everywhere I go. Yeah, you do. It doesn't know what I'm doing. Yeah, you do. Like, and I don't know that, that my phone could figure out how many steps I was taking. Uh, I, I'm skeptical of the whole technology. I'm certainly skeptical of it need to tell me what to do. So that was what I was annoyed about. But what I actually have come up with is an old-fashioned list. Oh, God. All right. I decided to rank, I've decided I'm going to rank for the people the best board games. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Number one is Battleship. What is Battleship? Whoa, what? Battleship is the best board game out there. What are you, four you years can make old? The noise, you can make the noises. You can be strategic. You get to have the tactile fun of putting in the white pegs and the red pegs in different spot. Uh, it's it's fun. It's wholesome. Battleship is the number one board game. Number two board game is Crib. I think Crib is absolutely a blast to play. It's you know it's a bit old timey, sure, 
but it's a lot of fun and you know it teaches you how to count quickly and use some strategy i think it's the second best board game now you, you you have to remember that although cribbage is a widely circulated game it is far more common where we live is it yeah it's not like a, a worldwide game. It is a worldwide game, but it's not as prevalent in most other. I think it's the most popular where we live in the world. I don't know what the hell it is. Yeah, Jeff doesn't know what it is. Really, it's the card game where you have the board and you move your pegs based on trying to make fifteens. Not a clue. Okay, it's a great game. Number three is chess. That's the third best board like, game. So you would rather play Battleship than chess? Yes, I would. Okay. Number four is Operation. Operation. I love Operation. What it's high thing? stress. It's anxious. It's uh, you know you have to be so precise to take out that funny bone and uh, the water on the knee. Uh, it, it's fantastic. Has and any, then risk. When, when was the when was the last time anyone over the age of seven played Operation? I don't know. Probably at those bougie board game cafes where all those hipsters are going to have their lattes with Irish whiskey in it. Uh, I'm sure they have the operation there. Not going to lie to but you. Based, a... based on the way that you dress and drink now, these sound like the perfect places for you, especially with your playing fucking battleship. Over. What are you playing battleship Battleship's with? so much fun. It's so much fun. I could see playing D17. a game. I, could... I mean, this is just like your affinity for bingo. Bingo is so much Hold fun, on. too. What are the sound effects? That, like, what's the whole board? Oh, of sound if you hit effects? the submarine, you go. What's the soundboard? What? What? Like if 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 it's a hit, like anytime I'm playing and someone says, if I say you know uh, A four and they go that's a hit, I go. <laughs> it's the same logic for why sorry is next because you can yick that sound in people's faces when you play sorry. What sound? I mean, I'm still traumatized from being a kid. We played a lot of sorry. Uh, amongst my family, me being the youngest, and people did not uh, want to take it easy on old Pat Mayo as like a six-year-old. So my mom had this bell that every time there was a sorry, people would just ring it in your face. Uh, it was not fun until you got to ring the bell. Then that was a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. So sorry after risk is is sorry, and then there's a gap. Then there's Monopoly, which is below the gap because Monopoly and McDonald's is more fun to play than the board game Monopoly. That's because you play. never win at. I mean, what what was the what, what did we have it down as that you won one Monopoly game for every like sixteen times we played? And there's only three of us. Something playing. like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but whatever. Uh, so that's Monopoly. Then I have Trouble, which is another game that I absolutely love. Then I have the game of Life. Which I also think is a lot of fun. You drive around in those cars. You get to. Then I have Trivial Pursuit. You love uh, tri you love Trivial Pursuit because I dominate at it so much. It's kind of not fun anymore. Oh, I see. But uh, and then the so DFL is Clue. Clue is the worst board game. It was the worst board game movie because it had like six different endings. No, what is, any what is movie wrong that has multiple you? endings and you don't know what ending you're going to get when you go to the movie theater indicates it's a bad movie. Oh my god, you are you're going to get roasted for this one. People they're remaking Clue the movie. It's so popular. Hopefully they make a good version of it. I, I they're not going to be able to make it better than the original version. The original Clue movie is awful. Clue the game is awful. I've never ever once played Clue. It's like, oh, that was a fun, you know, evening around the table playing that. It's dumb. The whole conceit of it is dumb. I don't like it. It's a terrible board game. It should be banned. Jeff, is this the worst cuss corner ever? 
Yeah, it's pretty shit. And also, like, his games are children's games. Like, half those games, I'm, uh, you know, trouble, sorry. I think I'm going to get my... She's into, uh, like, she's been talking about operations, so I'll probably get that as, like, you know, a small little Chachka holiday gift. Um, operations like, a, a lot of fun. That, I, I just have a question. Like, your bougie hipster ways with your IPAs. They're not bougie and hipster you if I do. Playing like more sophisticated board games like this uh, Settlers of Catan or some of these like really fancy nerd out games. No, because like... I'm not a nerd or a hipster. I don't play those games or the Magic the Gathering. I don't do that stuff. I mean, I would say that if you were ever to hold a gun, you would most definitely hold a gun like someone who plays Magic the Gathering. That would be a for sure lock of the... That would be the Omaha Stakes premium pick of the week. Additionally, uh, nerd and hipster is probably like the two ways I would describe you to people. No, no. I like to think of myself as like cool and sort of like <laughs> hip. Like, I'm sort of like, I, I have sort of a swagger and sort of a coolness factor. Okay, yo, listen, you, you do walk with the swagger. That's because your body gets so tight when you sit down. You limp everywhere when you stand up. We see it every That's Sunday. That's not true. Uh, not every Sunday. It's every Sunday. But no, I'm not a nerd. But like some of these games, like you, I guarantee you, you, you haven't played Battleship recently enough to like to depreciate how much fun that is. Yeah, I mean, played you incorporate it. It the a, sound I, I was Happy Meal toy recently. Yeah, I, I was, was some. Sh- we used to play it. My wife and I used to play it at the breakfast place that we used to go to, the place where we met actually. So I probably played it more recently than you have. There you go, and then here you are denigrating it. It's the only game that they have there. So. What are your thoughts on online board game versus people? Like I hate digital? it. Digital. I had that Monopoly handheld video game. I hated it. Well, hold on, like the Monopoly handheld video like game, virtual, like yeah, but like twenty. No, hold on, oh, Jeff. Jeff, hold on. Are you talking about the one from like twenty-five years ago? Yes, with the buttons that were shaped like dice, and you rolled, and like the dice were always rigged against me, and I could never win. I feel like if you downloaded like the app version of Monopoly, it was pri- it's probably a better experience today than it was when it was like a knockoff Game Boy game. No, I don't want to play those games. I want to play real board games. I'm not some hipster weirdo that needs to go on the internet to play a board game. But who are you playing with? Yeah, who are you playing with? You're not playing with anyone. Well, sometimes we would play. We we would get together and have a risk night, or we would get together we, we, and have a Monopoly we, we night or trivia not, pursuit we night. We have not had one of those in over a decade. It's been a while, but we used to do it. <laughs> yeah, we used to. Like, we used to do it. Like, I could easily see it happening again. From... We, no, no, that's not true. Not that long ago, maybe three or four years ago, before you moved home, we did a risk night. All right. So before that, how long was it? It probably another three or four years before that. But Battleship is such an elementary game, like the digital online <laughs> version, like handheld oh. on their phone, playing against another human. Like what's why is that bad? Because it's, it's more no a whole it, there's a whole tactile nature where you get to put the little red peg and the little white pegs in, and like you get to physically move around your boats uh, to set up a perfect uh, a perfect strategy. It's it's so much fun. So what is your optimal battleship strategy? The five, uh, four corners and the middle, but just slightly off the corner and just slightly off the corner. And then in the dead center. What's your best guessing? Are, what's your guessing strategy? The best guessing strategy, in my opinion, is to work the middle. Because most people, like it's just default, 
we'll put something in the middle. And so, and why would your list not include Guess Who if you're getting royalties from? I don't it? like Guess Who. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're not the ones with Guess Who face there, Franz. First, I don't have Guess Who face at all. Secondly, Guess Who is a debatable board game. There's no it, real board. It has a involved board. You have, you have a board in front of you. It has your face on it. Uh, it doesn't have. It's not a board. It's a plastic container with flip-up faces. You do you know have. When I was younger, I had NFL Monopoly, and the Chargers didn't even have their own square. They had to share one with Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably some dirt rent property too. Do those localized Mediterranean? Do those localized Monopoly games like they they must sell well if like every single city has their own version of Monopoly, right? I bet you they sell well and they're never played. Yeah, they're like a Christmas gift that never gets opened. This is it. Like if I gave you local Monopoly for Christmas, you'd say, "Oh, thank you," and then in the closet it would go and it would never be touched. I can see that. Does that's G- why people would prefer a Subway gift card. Pat. Well, I saw the commercial for it last night. Uh, the jingle uh, for the Subway gift card. Uh, it's we're getting to that time of year, folks, where you're looking. You know, this is a, a year where you're going to have a lot more people coming by the house to celebrate the holidays, and you never know who's going to you know come calling. And it's always a good idea to have a reservoir of cards for people who show up to have a penchant for giving you gifts and you don't expect it. Have on hand a couple, three, four, five Subway gift cards to give them as a gift. That way you don't feel weird when they give you a gift. At worst case scenario, you don't get these. I do not look like Franz at all. I don't have red hair. My chin is not shaped like that. I don't have brown eyes. I don't have Lilliputian lips. I look nothing like that. That person has bushy eyebrows. Mine are blonde and fine. I don't look anything like I. I couldn't look less like that. You have fucking That's guess like, who. You have fucking guess who face, pal. Admit it. I don't. I don't have guess who face. Who could look at that and say that? Everyone, if you put, Paul, put it up again. Paul, Paul, put it up again. No. There I you don't go. look anything like that. I mean, that's pretty dead on. So what Tim is saying about Subway gift cards, uh, I think what people need to actually do is, instead of being a loser and giving something to fucking Subway, which no one wants, just go on to omahasteaks.com and send out. You just send some steaks to yourself. You can give out some handsome steaks. And everything on the site right now is 50% off, Jeff. And if you use code MAYO, you get an extra $30 off. Imagine being the loser who gives out Subway gift cards because you (laughs) want to get the free money from the Subway gift card. Please. No, it's there as a treasure trove of card to give out when people come calling and you didn't expect them and they give you a gift. Okay, so I, I, I have to ask. Them. I've never received anything from you. Who are you giving these to? Who's stopping by That's, your house that you're giving the cards to? I would not give you a Subway gift card because I know exactly what you would feel about it. And he feels like you and Pat, like you would have a planned Christmas like situation where he would plan to get you a gift. He's talking about random on-the-fly drop-ins. Exactly. Who is, dro- who is dropping in at Tim's place? I don't know. Random people will drop by. Will they? Uh, who are like friends that you haven't seen in forever. Or like distant relatives. And they show up with a card. They show up with a card in it with like some scratchers. And you're like, oh, God, I got to give them something. And, uh, well, again, 
nothing. Omaha Steaks is a gift that you give with thought and care. Yeah, but you can. Subway no, you, it doesn't. It, it doesn't need to be that way. Just order yourself the fucking steaks right now, and then it'll just have them at your house. Just hand them out to people. Tim, imagine if someone showed up at your place. They gave you a card, and instead of giving them a Subway gift card, they left thinking Tim is such a pos. <laughs> and then five days later, a box of Omaha steaks shows up, and it's from Tim hero that's the sort of shit you can wear a medal around your neck for buddy yeah but i also get a free six inch sub every time i send 25 on gift cards there's coupons on the subway app for free six inches all the time there's also right now this mcdonald's promotion a different deal every day in december oh so it's oh, like, like right, an advent it's an advent yeah. yeah so do you it's a five it's a five dollar meal today it is, you know what that is great that's it's a good deal 50 off a uh, Big Mac oh, meal for five deal. bucks. That that's, that's a, good a really deal. good deal. See, I looked at that why, and I was like, deal, "That's a deal worth them having my email address for." Yeah, I I, I kind of agree. I agree. I looked at that and I was like, "Man, that is like you can't afford you not wanna, to buy." It. Can I complain? And yeah. I'll talk to Garyan directly here. <laughs> that you hate Garyan? <laughs> no, I'll talk to him directly. These Raptors don't hit three pointers anymore. <laughs> you used to what get free French fries every time they hit a left. There'd be oh. Free- all the time where I live, you get free McDonald's French fries because the Raptors hit enough three-pointers. They don't hit any. Never. Do they, Never. Do they still have the pizza pizza deal where if they get to 100 points, you get a free slice? No. And that was the worst because they'd be at 99. And we chanting, chanting pizza, pizza, pizza. No, it was great. More like instead of the defense chant, it'd be like, it'd be um, pizza. Like a very coordinated, like uh, pizza, pizza. That would bother me so much. Like, you have to understand, the Raptors are new. People don't even understand the rules in Canada. They're not new. They've been around for 25 years. No, but this was like an original promotion. And they'd be in some tie game with one minute left, and the crowd is chanting pizza. Like, we've come a long way. We've come a long way as a bass. I mean, I've played no role in it, but the city has come a long way. Were they still playing their games in the Sky Dome then? Yeah. I mean, season ticket holder. A, a, additionally, this was still going on while I lived in Toronto because I've went to those games and chanted pizza. I yeah, it took a long pizza. time. I wanted some pizza. Free, free shit will like almost trump anything. You see, you see these people; they're in great seats and they're losing their minds for some free Gildan T-shirt. Like, chill out, man. I like free stuff. No, I'm saying people. Listen, I want free. I can afford. Free French fries, and you know what? Oh, sorry, I even Jeff go to McDonald's, But there's something about free that makes them taste better, and it's yes. like, okay, fine. There's free medium fries on the Duke's app. Let's let's pull in there. Like, come on, like, how do you not go get that Big Mac meal today at five dollars? How, how do you pass? Did you? I'm not going today, but I did see it expire Sunday. So in I'll four days, up. yeah, you have a couple of days. But like, how can you not? That that's 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 giving away food. No, that's pl- that's a plus EV coops. It, it is. So, Tim, how did you know about that? Were you just on the app, or was this one of the too many emails that you were getting? Yes, okay, I forgot about this. Why is everyone sending me emails all of a sudden? <laughs> like, there used to be a time where I'd get four or five or six emails a day, and I could easily dispatch them. My inbox is out of control. Right now, in my inbox, I'm going to tell you the exact number. I have 1,156 unread messages, because I just can't get rid of them. They're coming in faster than I can dispatch them. I don't know what happened that, like, in the last six months, 
to eight months, I have been getting so many more emails than I can ever imagine. And people are like, I don't know why this is, where the explosion of these emails are coming from, but it's driving me nuts. Like the number is growing and growing, and I just get anxious watching it grow bigger and bigger and bigger. And like the task has now become too big that I can't really tackle it. I could spend 10 minutes on my phone deleting emails, and it doesn't take a bite out of it. And it like just causes great panic when I see it. Why is everyone always sending me emails? I don't need a million emails a day. You Why is this happening? You used well, to I, say they were personal. They were because there were four or five a day. Now I'm getting two dozen a day, and it's just overwhelming. Who are they from? I don't know. Like they're from different companies, different groups. Uh, like very few of them are like so and so sat down to write me an email. There are a lot of them. Most of them is, are corporate emails, but like. It takes a lot of work to unsubscribe. No, it it, do, it does not. You you have two Plus, options. I don't want to. You get have two. And what if it's a really sophisticated email that's phishing me? And if I click on the unsubscribe, it's actually fished my computer, and then I'm fished. I don't want that. So it's better for me not to even. De- it's safer for me to just delete the emails rather than go in there and get fished. It's all. It's it's online Black Friday deals that you missed. It's not just that. It's been going on for months. Going on for months. And there's nothing I can do about. There's nothing I can do about. Well, you you ha- you ha- you have another option that you can do if you're too afraid to hit an ab- unsubscribe button on an email, which is hilarious to begin with. Because you can get fished. You do, told do, me this. Do, you, that do, they're very sophisticated. They're sophisticated. They're they're not. Super. It's like when you get the fake PayPal ones and everything's in Comic Sans font. Don't click on that. Well, one. yeah, that one's that's pretty not sophisticated. obvious. That's that's obviously a fake one. Then just do it from your phone and you'll be fine. The other way you can do it is they'll fish my phone, and then they'll jailbreak it. God knows what'll happen to it. You really are the mark, aren't you? You, No, I don't want to be the mark. Yeah, I don't want to be the person who opens it up on his phone and gets fished. You're the mark. I see how this works. Just click on the email, and when you're in the body of the email, just hit spam, and anyone from that address will just get sent to spam, and then it won't be in your. But I want those Burger King. Well, do you do you want the fucking emails or don't you want the emails? Well, I want a couple. I don't want one every day. Well, too bad. You're getting one every day. I don't know why you need the emails. If you feel like going to Burger King, just open the app and see what the deals are. You don't need an email about them. Well, because I don't think to open the apps every day, Jeff. That's why they're sending. This is why they're. This is why they need to send you a reminder email every day. But no one rent like goes out of their way to like go to Burger King. It's like a last ditch. Oh no, they put putting some product out the last few months that has been like worth the price of admission. They're advertising this new zesty horseradish burger that Ew. looks so good. Gross. It was really it was Paul that got me onto this onto the like the Burger King elite level sandwiches. He was like recommending various like steakhouse ones and ones with like the crispy onions. Yeah, but you and, never got uh, the pretzel burger because you guys had a snowstorm. And pretzel buns are trash. Or a hurricane or something. I don't know. Yeah, hurricane. But like I want like I wish there was a way that I could sign up for like one email a week from a company. Not all kinds of emails. Because like I'm finding it overwhelming. Quit being a fucking snowflake, pal. Yeah. No, I'm not a snowflake, but like I won't. I refuse to click on the links. I will not get fished. The safest way not to get fished is not to open and not to click on any links. It's usually not the corporations fishing you. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I'm not a not a code cracker. I don't know how these things work. You're not. You're not a code cracker. 
No, I'm not. I don't know how these things work. You're not the John. Like the, you're not the John Nash of our time. No. So the safest thing to do is just to delete them, but then they keep coming. Well, you're gonna miss saving three bucks, buddy. Well, you laugh, but I like saving money. It makes me feel like a big man. Yeah, I told you I like free French fries. Who doesn't? Free stuff is the best. Let's get to the last set of games. Oh my God, Kansas City is playing at Denver. Ugh. Their favorite yeah, this was Sunday night that they bumped. They're favored by nine forty-three. Is the game total. I was told that could never be flexed. We never said it couldn't. If you go back and listen Jeff to what did. We, no, he did. Told me it could never be flexed. No, he didn't. Never that, that is not. That is not what he said. By yes, the way, it was. He, we both said it was very unlikely they would take Mahomes off of primetime, which I still agree with. It is hard to take Mahomes off primetime. We found the situation where you can get him off primetime. You have him against Mr. Unlimited, who uh, apparently had a limited number of primetime spots this year. They couldn't have him in every single one. Either way, Jeff, can I take Denver here? Is that possible? Can their defense shut that slow down Kansas City? No, because they couldn't really slow down Carolina and... There was a quarterback injury early last week, so I'm not going to give him credit. So you're taking KC? Yeah, yeah. At, at any number. I don't I don't care. They're so pathetic in Denver. Yeah, I don't think I can pick Denver the rest of the season. I feel like this is where we were at last week when we said the same thing against Baltimore. and then obviously... It took an injury to Lamar for us to lose. Well, it's not like Lamar was fucking lighting them up. He needed one touchdown and we'd have been fine. Uh, I'm gonna take. But they de- can't get to ten. I'm like, gonna. I'm get- taking. De- you know, I'm taking Denver. <laughs> I'm taking Denver plus nine. Home okay, dog. Nine. Home dog in division. So, how many points do you need from Denver for you to think you're getting this against Mahomes? Thirteen. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. The hey, median feels like ten. Yeah. So yeah. You need. A- the, the median outcome is probably like 6.7 or something like that. But it's not like Kansas City's defense is lighting the world on fire over here. So, yeah, that game's no fun. Who does fun. Kansas City – sorry. Who does they what? Uh, who do they play next week? Are they like on a Thursday? Are they playing like uh, – they've played all the top teams, so probably not. Yeah, they're at the Texans next week. <laughs> oh, What's the oh. spread going to be bigger than the Dallas? No. Maybe not because their defense isn't as good. And that's sort of. KC has like oh, the wow. easiest. Yeah, K- Kansas City goes Broncos, Texans, Seahawks, Broncos, Raiders to end the year. Oh. Oh. That's why losing to Cincy last week was huge because they probably won't win. A, they probably won't lose another game. Uh, Seattle, maybe. Maybe Seattle. Maybe the Raiders if. It's and maybe the Raiders, if Raiders do have something to play for or something, the Raiders win all their games and they're like not ten and nine and seven going into that game, maybe. Tampa Bay at San Francisco. Raiders... Sorry. Raiders what? They end with San Fran KC. So if they do get hot, they'll they'll we'll see. They this might. is America's game of the week, we I heard coming up. This is. They they were promoting the hell out of America's game of the week. Tampa Bay at San Francisco. Brady does it again, Tim, after you threw threw dirt on his gravy. Came back and won the game. Yeah, I was wrong. And all those people who criticized all those punts from Bowles was wrong. Because they worked out everything worked out perfectly. It took Taysom Hill dropping that pass. It took a penalty being taken in the end towards the end zone on Evans. It took a lot of things, but you know, the reason it goes back to, I think, buttressing my point that I made 
on this show three weeks ago is that if I had anybody in the world to lead a comeback, it would be Tom Brady, and I don't think it's all that close. He did it again. Like He keeps doing it. Hold on. Your pick for the best guy to have a comeback is the guys that the most ever comebacks yeah, ever. Yeah, I was laughed at. You, you guys all credit. took Allen. You credit? I would still take Allen and Mahomes. Allen did this okay. like two times in the past three games. Yeah, Brady's still better at it. Always has been and probably will always will be. Um, I've been on the back end of many of those. All right, this stupid game. Ugh. I don't know how you even cap this game. Because um, Tampa is San, horrific. San, San, and San Francisco's San, quarterback is the third stringer. WP is better than Tua, so Tua should be a fourth. He yeah, should be Strev- set, Strevler. Set, setting, setting a low bar. I like San Francisco I, a lot here. Ugh, I'm having trouble. I think I'm going to come to your side of things only because I think Tampa is so bad. Ta- Tampa doesn't have much talent on their team. That's the problem with Tampa. Is they're just not a skilled team. Uh, the people expect them to like wake up and burst and play great, but like they're just not talented at almost any position, uh, or very few anyway. Yeah, okay. Let's go with San Francisco. I think it's dangerous to be laying points like this this early with the quarterback we still don't know a whole lot about. But okay, trepidatiously, I think it's hard to be enthusiastic with San Francisco. But I take San Francisco here. When was the last time Tampa Bay scored over twenty points? Um. They scored probably over 20 in Munich. Oh, yeah, that's they true. Won. They scored, let's see here. Yeah, they scored 21 They scored twenty one against the Seahawks. And the Seahawks have, as we've seen, a very bad defense. 16 mm-hmm. against the Rams, 22 against the Ravens in a loss, 3 to the Panthers, 18 against the Steelers, 17 against the Browns, terrible defense. Like, what the fuck are they going to do against this defense? They're going to score three points. Not a whole lot, but... but- their defenses, I guess, plays has played decently no, as well. I don't know. It, it really ha- it's played okay. It should be okay. a lot better, but they're so banged up and they have no pass rush at the moment. So like they're missing a low scoring game. I don't think it's gonna be a low scoring game because I think that San Francisco has the right type of playmakers to give Tampa Bay fits. Like, what are they going to do against Debo when they have to account for McCaffrey? And then you're just running streaking George Kittle up the middle. Like, I don't think that the Brock Dirty Purdy game plan really needs to be too complicated here. I think you can just out-scheme them to death. This might be my Omaha Stakes premium pick of the week, which means now Tampa Bay will win But with the way that it's been going. But I really like San Francisco. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth, Pat. I was about to give my Omaha plug here. Not fully decided yet. Uh, I almost see the injury as a reprieve in in point spread. Uh, Again, yes, they won the game with Purdy last week who came in, but this in some ways also falls into the good team. First official start with the backup. Like, check, check, check. Not just a good team, a great team. San Francisco, unless it's San Francisco, Tampa Bay, unless it's third and like four, they they don't have a play. They don't have a play. And I'm still so mad that they got that win last night. But San Fran's going to gonna annihilate them. They're going to annihilate them. Brock Purdy, uh, it doesn't matter. They'd win with Zach Wilson by this number on Sunday. Well, no, he actually cannot throw a screen pass. We've seen that. 2-0. Seven feet over a guy's head. They are 2-0 against the NFC West so far this season. So maybe it follows the Vikings trend where they went now 4-0 against the AFC East. Maybe just 
Some teams have certain other divisions number and it comes down to it. I don't see that happening here. Like what would this what would this line be if Jimmy G was playing? Four down? I was gonna say four, three and a half. Like I don't think feel well, like that's the, what it was against the Dolphins. That's what it was against the Dolphins last week with Jimmy G. Yeah. It'd be more than that, I think. But I, I if feel, we think that the Dolphins are better than Tampa, and I think the books think that the Dolphins are better than Tampa. Exactly. I think so it probably it, would be it would be five, I think, with Jimmy G. I feel like we're getting a bit of a discount here. I feel like it should be like five and a half or six anyway, just based on the strength of the It is, of the but we're getting the discount because you're, they're playing a quarterback that literally, other than Ben Raza, no one knows about. I suppose that's true. Carolina and Seattle. Seattle's favored by four and a half at home. The Darnold is playing quarterback. Taking Carolina. Plus four and a half. This falls in the Feinberg zone for me. Panthers to cover, Seattle to win. Just Seattle's defense is so bad. And like it got all right for a portion of the season for like five weeks, and now it's back to being terrible again. I, I you just know what th- the elixir to that is? Playing Sam Darnold? Sam Darnold on the road uh, in a late game. This is close to my Omaha super lock, too. I really think Seattle is a side here. They're on the money line parlay. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll get the... The, uh, the 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 Reddit page mad at me, but I just think this is this line is way too short. This is a very tough spot for a very talent poor Carolina team starting a quarterback who loves to turn the ball over. Uh, I, I think you have all your work cut out for you to make a case for the Carolina Panthers in this game. I, I think it's Seattle. It should be Seattle by six. I'm getting value here. I love Seattle here. You, you may be right with that, but I look at the four and a half, Jeff, and I think, what does Seattle do really well? It's Geno. It's Geno, Lockett, and Metcalf. You could say Ken Walker, but he's probably not going to be playing. They just had to sign Wayne Gullman up to the main team because they have no running backs left. The defense is putrid, and what I've seen from Carolina, at least over like the last month or so, and even when Sam Darnold came into the game, like Sam Darnold gives them a much better chance to win than Baker Mayfield did. He really does. At least he'll throw the ball more than three yards down the field. They can still get a bit of a pass rush, and their pass defense isn't so bad. So they can try to limit what Geno and the offense are up to. And I've been thoroughly impressed with Dante Foreman. He runs hard. He is difficult to tackle. And I think that Carolina is going to be able to control the ball on the ground against him and try to win the possession here and just limit the amount of possessions in the game. I don't think that they're going to win outright. I think it's in the cards, most definitely. I think Seattle will eventually get it done, but I think this is going to look an awful lot like that Rams game last week. Yeah, so this could be an Omaha stakes pick for me, but do I want to go against Tim Anderson and his 10-3 and record? That's how you get your game back. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I could just do it my own way. Uh, this was a game I know, you know, people say don't read too much into early lines, but I get you can't bet a lot on early lines, and I have so many questions about the life of a professional. But, um, you know, and some of them are just the worst. <laughs> uh, but I really like Carolina here. I really like Carolina Tim says he can't find a way. It's hard-pressed to look to find any reason I like Carolina. All I got to do is open up the schedule and see Seattle play San Francisco in four days on a Thursday. Off a last-second win, Carolina off a bye. They've got a Thursday nighter. I don't have that great number like it seems like the pros got uh, out of the gate at five and a hafer. Uh, but uh, I'll take Carolina with where this game currently stands. I like Seattle against 
the Niners at home on Thursday night, by the way. I don't know what the spread is, but don't, yeah, don't tell me. Honestly, it'll depend on what Tom I Bra- see. After they beat the shit out of Tom Brady, it could be a great buyback spot on Seattle. We'll especially see. If, if it Purdy plays-, plays poorly, there might not be any way to play San Francisco in that game. If Purdy plays poorly. No, but if, if the week plays out as Pat and I have tailed Pat, or we agree, um, project this week, it actually could set up to a great betting spot for Seattle next week. And I think that Gino is a nice elixir to the San Francisco defense. They're going to get their pressure. They're going to get to him. But his accuracy and just not turning the ball over. No more Gino picks. He's, he's Mr. Accuracy at this point. He's Drew Brees. That ball out quickly, short passes on the money. Basically everything that Tua couldn't do against them, I think Gino will be able to do, weirdly enough. But that's for next week. We have a Monday night game to talk about. It is New England at Arizona. The cards are a point and a half dog at home against Mac Jones. Uh, I kind of said it on the Sunday show, Jeff, when I was talking to Tim, is just running quarterbacks give the Patriots absolute fits. Uh, I like Carolina plus one and a half, or uh, Arizona plus one and a half, sorry. Yeah, I want to I want to agree with you. Then do it. Um, I like Arizona off the bye. I'm tempted to agree with you. My only bite back is, and I don't like this Peter versus Paul and then they play someone else. But I felt like that loss versus the Chargers taught us a lot about Arizona. But to your ultimate point is if, if Arizona is smart enough or if Kyler Murray can just be selfish enough to just, like, run the shit out of the game, then it'll look just like that Fields Monday nighter. And it is the one the one boogaboo for um, the Patriots. So I will so hesitantly side with Arizona in a game I have no true opinion about. It's Monday night football. I'm certainly going to bet it. Hope I have a good week. Patriots, big time. Kyler Murray up against Belichick having this time to prepare for him. Uh, I mean, I have not forgotten that Chargers-Cardinals game. I have learned the lessons well. that the Chargers or that the Cardinals are really, really bad. And this is like the Patriots season on the line they can't afford to lose this game this game they really should win they're going to make the playoffs or have a chance at it you don't give up this game against uh, Kyler murray and the cardinals who are just a dead team walking um i like arizona or sorry i like new england a lot they're on the money line parlay to wrap to 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 round it out oh a monday night hammer so we all know to bet cardinals money line should tim's parlay persist into monday although your money line parlays are like two and two this year yeah, the only teaser I think they hit was the Pilgrim Parlay. Which couldn't lose. Well, whatever. It still won. And like, no, people I, are like, oh, I, you I, never I, pick I, any winners. I, I get, like, the Pilgrim Parlay get, comes in a lot more often than other ones. Well, it's come in twice in six years. And people bo- love it, that Parlay. And both times, it couldn't lose. Jeff did the six-way version of it, and he won. Whatever. I'm still taking credit for it. You, you, And you get credit for it, but I'm saying that you've been more... Six- I'm trying to give you credit for having decent money line parlays so far this season. Well, this is a really good one. This is a plus 800. If I win this, no matter what happens the rest of the year, I'm up money. There you go. Let's see here. Let me, let me add the teams. Patriots and Seattle was the other one? Patriots, really? Seattle, My Dolphins, own. Vikings. Plus 812. There you go. Let's get to the Omaha. Jeff hates almost all the opposite sides of these games. Jeff hates all these games. Why? You hate you love the Lions. You love the Cardinal or the uh, the Patriots. 
Sorry, you like the Cardinals. You like the Panthers. You don't like these teams. Can I give you breaking news? Sure. I don't know if it's appropriate here, but uh, Aaron Judge to the San Francisco Giants. Really? That's official. John Heyman is pretty official. Yeah. I think the Giants could very well win the, the World Series next year. The Giants could? People in the Bay yeah. Area must fucking hate you. <laughs> you just curse. The, they just sign Aaron Judge. I think they've got a real chance. To, I mean, that team won 100 games two seasons ago. And now they got Aaron Judge. Yeah, they could win the, they could win the World Series. I'm going to back them. I can't. Bl- so, you're, so you're getting off the Mets. So by the time we get to spring training, it's not going to be like, oh, the Mets can't lose. Well, the Mets could lose to them in the division in the in the NLCS, but I, I'm I'm for the Giants this season in the National League. So you're off the Mets now. Yes, yes, I am. You don't like that the Mets have kind of become the Yankees. Just seems. Well, like I don't like high- that they signed a 500 year old pitcher to replace the guy who won the Cy Young. Who never pitches. Still won the Cy Young. I mean. Hold on, but Verlander won the Cy Young last year and a World Series. He didn't 170 just, innings. Yeah, that's 170 innings. That's like what a reliever used to pitch. Well, DeGrom pitches like 12 innings. Okay, we still a better pitcher. Like, good no, luck I, to you. I'm not. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I, I get it. I get it. Giants are going to be very special this year. Very, very special. Like, they have a better chance of winning 100 games than they do of not making the playoffs. Just because they signed Aaron Judge? That's a huge part of it. That having that bat in that lineup is a huge factor of it. Can, can you, you tell name yeah, say, can you tell us the Can you tell us the rest of San Francisco's batting order? I'm pretty sure Buster Posey retired, did he not? <laughs> like, know. this year. Okay, so go through the diamond, then. Tell me who plays their positions. Uh, I'm trying to think now of the various well, players. such that. a good lineup! No, they do have a good lineup, but like, can you give me three seconds to think about it? To load it up? Yeah, to, to pull it no. up on your pull it up on your screen? No, I'm not going to do that. Like, who hits in front of him? Who hits behind him? I'm not pretending to know. I you don't said even... You just picked them to be really good. I assume you know one player other than the guy they probably just gave $350 million to. I mean, they have... I know about their pitching staff. You've I mean, already I Googled it. Oh, no, no. So they you have, don't know any. No, no. They have Crawford. They have Brandon Crawford. That is true. The shortstop. And uh, the pitcher, Cobb. They've got him. (laughs) I like him. Uh, You don't know anything. They have Flores, and now they have Judge. Okay, that's four. That's all I can name. I don't even believe you. you I can't think of any more. Are you big on Lamont Wade Jr.? Because he might get get, uh, thrown to the bench for Judge here. I don't know who that is. David VR. Oh, David Villar? Okay, well, I know that name. Well, it looks like David VR. Like he's playing with a VR headset. So I know some of the people on this. Anyway. No, you know no, uh, you know nobody on this team. team is really good. You literally knew nothing about them. That... I have laid my hands upon them and blessed them for this coming year. I can only give Giants fans hope in saying he made that claim like he just proved he knows nothing about your team. Yeah, but they, they, the curse doesn't matter. It's not going to discriminate. 
Anyway, let's get to the Omaha Steaks premium pick of the week. Go to omahasteaks.com right now. Get 50% off everything site-wide. Then use promo code MAYO at checkout for an additional $30 off uh, minimum spend required. But hey, you're going to spend when you're on Omaha Steaks. Too delicious not to spend what I hear. San Francisco minus three and a half against Ancient Brady, the best comebackman of all time, is where I'm going to get back to 500 with my premium picks. Jeff? Did not work out for us a couple weeks ago, but me and you are going to go on the same side here, San Francisco. Oh, good. Now I feel safe to go ahead and and step up to the tee with my two-wood and knock it right down the middle by taking the Seattle Seahawks. Minus four and a half. You you know you when you hit your two-wood, you shank it into the woods every time, right? Uh, That used to happen. You're better off just hitting your driver for you. Yeah, but the purpose of that club is so that I can sort of move it a little bit left to right or right to left. But you can't do that. You, you, you can move it left to right like a hook into the woods. Yeah, but the purpose of that club is so that I can hit it with a little bit of movement and get it in the right spots. Oh. And it wouldn't be, it'd be a little more forgiving. Giants say they have not heard from Aaron Judds. My apologies for jumping the gun, John Heyman. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> that's an insta curse. That's a crazy. That's a big report to retract. If he doesn't go to the Giants, I'll, I'll pick the Mets to win the, the tennis. <laughs> oh, Mets fans waiting on bated breath. <laughs> I really oh. like the Blue Jays this year too. No, oh, poor Gary and poor Jeff. What are we doing Sunday night? Do you want to? I, I was just because because Meanie's going to be in studio on Sunday night. I was thinking maybe we get you and Gary in for like the final 10 minutes or so. Yeah, listen. I mean, it is the biggest event ever, or it's just week 14 Chargers Dolphins. <laughs> a couple loser franchises. Acho Bowl. He's got drafted tweets. I do not have drafted tweets. Well, I have drafted tweets, but they're just bad tweets that never got sent. Not like things that are I'm preparing for the future. We had such a great meme for that Vikings game if we had won. Oh, we had such a good meme. It's such a shame that it had to stay. Uh, what did that you it, have? We had uh, a really nice photo of my head superimposed on Kirk Cousins in the plane. Those oh, chains around his neck. Oh, it was such a great one. Uh, it's a shame that it uh, it can never see the light of day. Well, I get, listen, creative always has to be proactive. Yeah, it does. And so we always have something set up. But, like, <laughs> there are so many <laughs> Buffalo Bills to, uh, 1992 Super yeah. Bowl t-shirts uh, style of no, me. Creative is proactive. Listen, yeah. creative has already made, like, a uh, Elton John is dead banner. Like, they're just have to be ready right like we are working on a good one yeah. for buffalo we actually we, we, we have a very good one in the works for buffalo this week i don't think or we i have should a- say like you've already retracted that you aren't responsible for killing pele draft right it's in your tweets many, no many are saying that you're responsible after picking brazil i i stand by brazil they look like the best team in the tournament just and when like- they win i'm going to be coming around collecting credit from people yeah. <laughs> collecting credit and I'll get it, too. He took the Harlem Globetrotters over the Washington Generals. Demands credit. Also, we found out, Jeff, did you know that Tim had just started rewatching Cheers? <laughs> They've been showing you know, it on CMT after Frasier. I'm a big Christy Alley fan, 
And I thought the meaty, like, she was bullied before it was, like, not cool for mainstream media to just bully people. You're correct. She's funnier than Shelley Long was on that show. On that show. I'm a big Christy Alley fan. Well, the second sa- second half of the life of Cheers is funnier than the first half of Cheers. I feel I'm like sorry, that's, I don't think that's, that, a, that, that's a pretty controversial take, sir. I, it is a controversial take, but Kelsey Grammer and uh, Kirstie Alley are funnier than uh, Shelley Long and and that crew. Sorry, that's just what I believe. Hold on, did Tim curse the the Aaron Judge signing? I think he did in real time. But it gets well, him off. It gets him off out. of San Francisco, so that's probably good for Giants fans, right? Yeah, if they don't sign him, I will be picking the Mets to win the National League. You just railed. <laughs> but now that you know all of the four players on the team, you're good to go. I stand by what I'm saying. Look, I don't play fantasy baseball anymore. There was a time, not long ago, I knew every player on every team because I played fantasy baseball. I don't do that anymore. No, I agree. Fantasy baseball like kept you so plugged in, but it was so hard. It was like a job. It really it was, was hard. But like I used to know who the backup catcher was in Oakland, and now I don't know who the starting catcher is in Oakland. It's like it was unthinkable. But that's where can we I, are. Okay, can I give other breaking news? Sure. Is it re- is it real or fake news? No, it is real. And as everyone knows, Tim despises the Chargers' royal blue unis. Oh, no. Hold on. They are on the uniform schedule. They're supposed to be wearing them this week. But it is now breaking news. The Chargers will wear powder blue uniforms on Sunday instead of royal. Thank goodness. Oh, Thank goodness. Those royal ones are humiliating. That means we get the Dolphins' white jerseys, or do we get those teal jerseys? No, they'll wear their white normal road jerseys, probably. I like their white jerseys. Yeah, they probably only pack their, their white road jerseys. Do you think they would want to wear white in Miami? They usually they do. do. So they they usually wear, do, they unless it's wear, like a primetime game. So they no, in September, they wear white, like because that whole thing where it's of really hot, they wear white, they make you wear your darks. That's like a real thing. There we go. And they put your bench on the side of the field that has no shade. Yeah, that is. Seems unfair. Listen, I don't. Yeah, that seems really like people comparing it to like weather. Like It's no different than where the benches are in Wrigley because they always play day games and you always wanted the sun setting in a particular spot, like into the visitor's bench. They they like intentionally have their visiting sideline being roasted. I don't know. That seems like competitive disadvantage that goes beyond the perils of home field. But I don't know. Miami has, hasn't even had a good home field ever. So who cares? You're going to love the thumbnail for today's show, Jeff. It features you. You are prominently featured. Whatever. Listen, I don't know. This game seems like there are people a... saying that the thumbnails and memes should be their own category on, uh, on, on, no, the, the, thumbnails on, on the vote. Great. I'll take it as like a, I'll take it as um, like a compliment to sort of get that feature. There are people building this game into like way more than it is flexed um, into prime time. Ocho Bowl 2022. I hope Ocho is there on the sideline. I hope he's the play by play guy. Maybe he's the special. Uh, what? Well, what if Ocho was the special guest referee, Jeff? 
Listen, I there's a scenario that's still highly likely that even if the Chargers miss the playoffs, they still finish second in their division, and it would guarantee we get Ocho Bowl again next year. Assuming the Dolphins finish second, which would be ahead of the Jets. What if they fire Staley and hire Ocho as the coach? Could it Maybe be worse? His brother. Could it be worse? There's a more intelligent Ocho. I I wouldn't. I I I think he's a good guy. I mean, we may as well. I'd rather than make Skip Bayless the head coach. <laughs> All right. That will do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. I want to thank Jeff, Paul, the coin, and, of course, me for being here. And really, you know, my stomach kind of hurts, have a bit of a headache. Jeff, did he, are you, have you been sick for a month? Because it's like five weeks for me now. I, have con- I was kids. sick for a long time. I was kind of like embarrassed thinking, I swear I started the show last week saying I'm sick and I'm finally like maybe not like feeling fine sleeping through the night. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good, but I'll get sick again soon in in no in no time for sure. Yeah, it's just something new every single week. It's a head cold, and then you're really stuffed up, and I have some sort of fucking stomach bug. My kids, they throw up. They're fine in a day. I don't throw up. I just have it for like a week, and it just doesn't get out of my system. It's horrible. Also want to thank Tim and August. Tim and August. Not my name. For being here today. I want to thank all of you. Fine people. Very great people. Many people are saying, I only have the best viewers. That's you out there. Smash the like. Sub to the channel. If you want to get in on that Tambo giveaway, tune in Friday. Uh, also, leave a rating and review. Just saying on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to get in. Newsletter link, DraftKings Listeners League, and Omaha Steaks Dirt Kerm. Promo code Mayo for all of that fun stuff. I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you for watching. I'll see you next time. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.